Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Move. Yes, it's Cleveland's longest running podcast and the place to hang with your internet besties. Got questions or comments? The email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy, of course, being spelled with a K. You can also give us a call or message us at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We're available anywhere fine podcasts are, and of course, at the website, stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And now, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. <clears throat> but, bruh, I have seen so many recipes. I'm like, ooh, I kind of want to do that. Ooh, I kind of want to do that. And the one, the one, the, the one that I'm talking mainly about right now is uh, the recipe. Uh, did you send it to us, Andrew? Did we find a recipe? I don't know about that. Whatever. Uh, or did I send well, it? I don't remember. Well, you gotta see what the food is first before I know. Oh, the mac and cheese. They made he made the noodles in the milk. That babbage one. I don't know if I sent it or did you send it. But either I way, I think you sent it. But I think I might have sent the mashed potatoes in the milk, or either okay. way, we were the, both soaking the milk. Yeah, and so it's a babbage recipe, so I trust him because he he ain't you know what I'm saying he's a uh, hell of a cook, man. And uh, you he what he has going on in this recipe is boiling. The elbows, which I don't use, I'm saying I use cavatali, whatever, cavatapi, I don't know. Uh, But he has you boiling the noodles in milk, but then using that same milk to make your sauce. Oh, okay. Which is just full of pasta starch, so it probably would make a nice, you know, a real nice sauce. It'd be a very rich sauce, yes. Yeah, so I'm kind of like, yeah, that that logic holds up. But then uh, I saw a BuzzFeed Tasty Macaroni and Cheese recipe, and I'm like, I, I, I literally happen to have it on my, on my thing right now. And so that one, what is, what, what's she doing different? I don't think she's doing much out of, out of the ordinary. I think maybe she just has, she has some, 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 some oh, you know what it is? She using heavy cream the whole, the whole way through, like no milk in her, in her, in her recipe. So it makes for a very, you know what I'm saying? It would make for a very creamy uh, situation. Oh, and it's got some adobo in it. And adobo is basically MSG. So, you know, it brings out all kinds of umami and flavors. So it's like, I get what, I get what's popping there. But again, you know what I'm saying? It's Thanksgiving. You don't really want to fuck up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and get too out of your uh, your standard zone when when creating. And yet... It's kind of fun to create and be whatever, you know what I'm saying? Plus, I was like, I'm not cooking for a whole family. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm cooking for my my my, my three outside of my, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, I kind of have this, this is where I have the space to experiment. <laughs> so you, you, you can, when you're the head of the family, you can. And, yeah. and the, you know, Auntie Karen had the recipe. You were supposed to, you, if you were assigned a certain recipe, you got to come through. But like, I understand, you know, the sentiment of when you send experiment. If you're asked to bring a dish, say, hey, bring the pecan pie. If I start making salted caramel pecan pie, when you ask me to bring pecan pie, unless you got the the OG with you, you can't bring the uh, the other one through. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to come with what what people are what they they got their mouth already for hash. You got to come through with the hash, and then yes, you can have the other one be like, hey, I also made this, John. 
if y'all want to try something a little different, it's a little salted caramel joint, and I think it's pretty dope. Whatever, whatever. And so, I don't know. I kind of, I, like I said, I'm looking at this recipe. This like this lady from Buzz, Buzzfeed, uh, Tasty, and like it's got some little bit of chicken bouillon in it, and some adobo. I was just saying, I was just saying, you know, so that that, that MSG combination right there probably make for a real flavor some uh you know mac and cheese i am boring when it comes to my mac and cheese i really don't even salt the water and it like because i do use like salted butter in my um in my bechamel yeah and i use a combination of i usually go this is what what fire works for our family gouda sharp cheddar cream cheese Those are my cheeses. Okay. So, and you know, melt them down, layer it, and all that, all the other stuff, all the other boring stuff. But it's a combination of that, the creaminess and the um and the cheesiness. All good. Da- Davin Magwood had uh posted that don't be sparing on Thanksgiving today, and in that video, the lady said, "You put the cream cheese in the macaroni and cheese." Well, recently in my macaroni and cheese chefery, I have been adding cream cheese. It makes for a much more silken and and rich sauce situation. And it's not really, I mean, it's a sauce at first, but of course you bake it. So, you know, it comes together as, as a baked macaroni and cheese. And so I do put cream cheese in there, but also I did the experiment beforehand. So now I know it is a, a part of my just general cookery. I think maybe it has something to do with like the texture of it because I was watching like a video of a guy the other day testing like cheese ratios for making mac and cheese. He was like testing like combining sharp cheddar with like various amounts of Velveeta uh, to try and find a ratio that, that you know, he worked. Yeah. And I think, and cause he, he talked about how the Velveeta is such a good melting cheese. And I think like the cream cheese is kind of in that same, that vein, you know? Yeah. It just, it brings something to the table that I, that I appreciate. So I mean I just kind of kind of go with it. I I follow this one lady on uh I want to say Tiki Talk, but she she a LA girl who moved to Cleveland, and so she and she always just bigging up Cleveland because she really loves it here, and she was like, so this is I'm gonna say this is my boyfriend and we've been talking about in things in life uh, we 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 oftentimes ask each other is this regional or is it cultural with regards to food and stuff like that there. And when he told her that, you know, mac and cheese was a part of her, her, his, his, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, layout, she was like, is that regional or is it cultural? And I'm almost certain it's cultural, but some people were answering, Oh no, that's regional. We do that here in the Midwest. I'm like, I, I probably possibly, but I don't know a lot of people who do, do macaroni and cheese. And in fact, a lot of people, when I, I, I know that I brought macaroni and cheese to Vanessa's family. They ain't, they wouldn't hip to it, you know? And now I have to bring it. So Christmas time when I come through and Easter, if I come through, I got to come through with a, you know, with a, with a, <laughs> with a large amount of macaroni and cheese. So I, I, I like I said, I, it, that is me making something that I know is cultural to me because, like I said, we do it at all my family events, and now put it uh, I'm a part of my you know, my 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 in laws culture, and I kind of I kind of dig that that is a, a thing that has happened. And so I don't know what are some uh, what are some 
that, I don't know, do you have anything that is cultural to you or do you have anything that is uh, that you like that you know we just do this in this part of the country? I don't really know. Like, uh, it's the same pretty much every year, it seems. Like, there's like a turkey. There'll be some ham for people who don't eat turkey. There's mm-hmm. uh, green bean casserole. Like, I guess it depends on which house I go to. If I go to like my yeah. dad's, it's green bean casserole. There's always like the... Um, uh, some rolls, like the ones that like yeah. come in, like the they're not Hawaiian rolls, but like they're like on the white tray, and you have to bake them up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's always like some corn, uh, some gravy. Sometimes uh, niblets like, or, on, pre- or on the cob. Niblets. Okay. Yeah, never on the cob. Only during like a summertime cookout style yeah, yeah. is it would be on the cob. But Thanksgiving, nuts niblets. Yeah. So who cooks? Um, Say say at your dad's house, your uh, your your stepmom cooks, right? So as the years have gone on, it seems that it's been a collaborative effort between her and my sister. Okay. Where like my sister's kind of like slowly taking over the reins of that. Like That's like cool. my dad invited me over for Thanksgiving like the other day, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, do you want me to bring anything? And he's, he just said, you know, I'll let you know. And he hasn't messaged me back. So I'm like, I'm at the point where like when, when the time comes next week, if they don't say anything, I'm bringing water. <laughs> what you say? You said last week you was going to bring a case of La Croix. <laughs> yeah. I just want you to know, Puff God is an amazing card just in general. And <laughs> <laughs> but also, thanks for, for completing the set there. 275, 275 rolls off of that clickety clack, clickety clack. Um, I, I, I was saying, because as you step away for a moment, uh, I, I follow this lady on uh, TikTok, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like a lady from LA, but she lives in Cleveland now, and so she always did big oh. up Cleveland. So I always show respect to people who big up Cleveland. And uh, she was just, saying, just our, like, um, like Turtle lives in Cleveland now. Oh, well, he, I think he, yeah. Oh, my man, uh, well, Jerry Ferrer. If I, if I walk through all the steps of it, Vanessa's best friend's little brother lived in LA for a long time, and then he moved back home. And he, of course, he you know, he got he got a lady with him, and they they've since got married. So his lady is a LA is a, is a LA girl, and so she very much is is one is another one of those transplants that I, I that I know. But the lady I was talking about, um, she was t- discussing you know the Thanksgiving meal with her man's with her boyfriend, and she was like, they oftentimes have a, have ask. When things come up, is this uh, regional or is this cultural? Mm. And so, you know, she found out that they uh, they make in he he wants macaroni and cheese, and she was wondering if it was cultural or regional. And of course, people most people most people were leaning, oh, this is definitely cultural. But some people were coming up and saying well, it was uh, it was regional. Mm-hmm. And I was just asking box, uh, and I, I, I repeated, you, do you have anything that you think is uh, more? Cu- uh, or just just things well, that you know is cultural, or anything that you think is just regional. Before you answer, sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off. There was one thing that I, I was when I was running down the menu that we kind of glossed over. Um, one thing that they they do seem to make every time that there's a family meal gathering, yeah, is they make cheesy potatoes with like the shredded potato, the frozen shredded potatoes and stuff. Funeral potatoes. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah. With, with, uh, with a cornflakes on top or breadcrumbs or no? Breadcrumbs, yeah. Okay. So I would say something that's maybe cultural is dressing. Like stuffing or like stovetop 
seems to be something that's um uh like there's the where the difference lies sometimes. Cause I ain't I ain't never put no um nothing in my bird before as far as a turkey goes. See, I always wondered about stovetop and its reach across uh races, we'll say. <laughs> Because, like, I know Dave Chappelle had, like, uh, a set where he talked about stovetop when he was a kid. Yeah. And um, I've actually had, like, Puerto Rican friends who were, like, didn't know what the fuck stuffing was. Mm. Like, when I, when I was trying to explain it to them. Yeah. I I wonder what would a... Um, I mean... I know what I've been to a, a Puerto Rican um, Thanksgiving before, but like I've never been to like I don't know like any other words besides like black or white. And like uh, most of the time, it's just like do I want to say preparation time? Like you know, like they'll pop in the stove furs and the stove top, and the thing that takes the most time is the turkey. But like my grandma, it was like almost a three-day thing. Like, first, I start with the desserts or the pies. Then, you know, I, I do the turkey. Like, I cut up my turkey so I can use certain parts for my gravy. And then I do my dressing. And then I do, uh, like, my grandmother stayed up all night the night before. And I remember, like, um, I used to love the pie with a little uh, sweet a sweet potato only. The little the pie with the extra burnness around the rings it was like really caramelized good, and she didn't like the way that looked, but I loved the way that one tasted. So I used to I used to love that, and it would be like because my grandmother lived upstairs and we lived downstairs, and that door be open and that that glass would be foggy. That's like in the uh, in the <laughs> middle of the hallway. It'd be just like all sweated down. Because um, I mean, it's, it's really cool this time of year, but like we we've been lucky, like these last couple of days. But it's the temperatures going to drop again. But man, I, I would say, and I, I like I was going. The reason I asked you that, Dan, was like I wanted you to ask your uh, senior test, your stepmama text, and ask her how long is the preparation time? Like, how long is the cooking? Because you are the nibbles like frozen nibbles or canned nibbles? Is it? Uh, oh, do you yeah. think it's yeah. different? I most of this is like processed food that like gets judged up. This mm. isn't like we're, we're staying in the kitchen baking biscuits from scratch or, you know, like there, there's <laughs> a lot of pre-made that goes into this. Yeah. Which I, I think it, it's like, it's sad in a way, hmm. but like, I can't, I can't be mad at anybody, you know, it's cause it's not like I'm doing it, Yeah, but like there, there's, there's like this, like, I don't know, kind of this falseness feeling to it all a little bit. In what sense? We we cook with what we have. Not everything is from scratch. In in, in regular life, why would it be on that day? What, what what I what I mean is like I appreciate people are, are putting like you know time and effort into it, but it like Anthony what Anthony described that feeling gets lost a little bit. I think now, I think part of it might be too because like our generation isn't having kids at the same rate as the previous generations. So, like, these Thanksgiving dinners aren't ending up as big because a lot of us don't have kids and stuff. I think, like, the, the whole Friendsgiving concept is becoming more prevalent necessarily than, like, a family Thanksgiving. Yeah. But, but like, a lot of us, too, like, lot, we, we, like, 
I heard somebody say this the other day. Um, I don't know if like it was a little boosy or something. <laughs> someone was saying something about like, and I, I think the way they said it was kind of a, a, a offensive in a way, somewhat. But there's something like women don't be cooking, so we're losing all our families' recipes. recipes and shit. That, like that's... there, there is some some chauvinism to that, but there's also a little bit of it... like truth to it. Be, not not that women need to learn the cooking, but we as a generation are losing, losing your family's those. recipes. Yes. yes. But... In, in the words of Richard Pryor, sometimes what I say is profane, but it's always profound. Like, he's not fucking, he's not lying. Like, um, some things, like, um, are being lost because, like, you know what? What's our new tradition? Well, we get a, we get a turkey from Popeye's every year. Or, you know, we always get our, hun- our, our ham from Honey Baked Ham instead of you know how to do the glaze yourself. Um, well, we, we were getting honey baked ham when I was a kid, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah we were too. <laughs> but uh, but on Easter, my mom always like we got honey baked ham on Thanksgiving, but on Easter, my mom always made the ham. She put those little nasty ass cloves in there herself and, and everything. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I Boosie probably said that, but um, he he wasn't lying. Like he like it seems like. He's the type of dude where, like, he says a lot of bullshit, but like, ten percent of that shit be like spot on. And like, um, What's, what, what becomes ruinous is his when you talk mostly bullshit, people gonna skip over the, the your, your your more your more your your more uh, yes. profane thoughts, not profane, prophetic. I don't know. Yeah. And, and this is this is something I've been saying to you for years. I've always felt like some homeless people are prophets. And I'm gonna use uh, like Boosie to a lighter degree because he be saying some real, real loud bullshit. But like people like that that say things and are constantly spewing out things, it's kind of like, oh yeah, that is the um, the gift and the curse of it. It's like you're not listening to me. I'm always talking, and that is my purpose. So when I do say something profound, it's like you kind of gl- you do gloss over it, but like, um, man, he be saying some shit sometimes, and then he be saying some stuff. I'm like, um, I just feel like most of that she be acting. Like, uh, I think during that same interview, he was talking like, uh, like, man, I really just be in the house cooking for my kids and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so if anything, he do he the one with recipes. Yeah, <laughs> but. I mean, yeah, I, I do. I do feel like that's that's true. Like, um, I don't know. I, I miss that that feeling of going to going to my go, well, going upstairs. <laughs> but the rest of my my cousins didn't live there. They were like come over, or like when I got a little bit older, like my friends. Some some of my friends would come over, and then my um like uh, th- that's why. And I mean. The Fourth the of July and Thanksgiving has always been like my favorite holidays. Not really because of what they stood for, but because like the family element of it or the friends element of it. It's like everybody know that um, we gonna get we gonna get to spend time together. You go to your one cousin house. He got the Nintendo. You ain't seen in a while. It's always it's always pleasure. Dig. I I said I uh, I realize I know. I know 
the weight that comes with celebrating Thanksgiving. And I know just saying I'm not doing that does not make it not what it is. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it come with a lot of bullshit and, and, and I get that, but I, I truly, I, I, I truly feel love like it. I, I love it too, but I, I kind of got to feel like no offense to Dan, but us as us as us as black people have been like given just like what what some of the food we make. Like we've been given the scraps and we took it and made it our own. Like yeah. it like I said, I was I ain't trying to be shitty or nothing. This reverse segregation hurts, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like it's we we are Americans when it comes down to it. And I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about celebrating holidays. Like I grew up in Ohio, and I mean, I had to do my own research. My own research on Juneteenth. That shit was not taught in uh, taught in school. Cleveland Public School didn't let me know what Juneteenth was. And then, but if you ask my mother, she'll probably be like that was the day you probably cut class. <laughs> <laughs> Like, trust me, Cleveland Public was not handing out them lessons. Yeah, they, we, yeah, we didn't learn it up here. Like, did General Lee? Like, I had to figure, I had to figure that shit out on my own. It was just a cool car to me when I was a kid. I didn't know, I didn't know anything about that. I, I well, like I said, point being, not the point, but my, my I guess, my point, not the point, that I truly appreciate Thanksgiving. I truly appreciate setting aside just a wee bit of time to be. Just you know, just to be just to be grateful, you know what I'm saying? And I and that's exactly how I take it. I I make the family, I make everybody say what they what they're grateful for. I'm saying we don't really do prayers because you know what I'm saying I'm not a praying kind of good, but I do say, all right, everybody, what we thankful for. We all try to say a little something, and I like doing that. I like forcing hands. <laughs> like you're gonna say something at this table because we're gonna say something. And I dig I that. Just, I I just now saw the link you put in the chat like 20 yeah. minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. I was following that lady on social media way before she got famous and blew up. Like I follow her back in the day, like on Twitter. I don't even remember how I found her. Like exactly. She really is your type though. A hundred percent. That was why I followed her, (laughs) but I don't know how I found her to follow her. But I do remember, like, I remember she posted a lot about living in New York. I remember she posted like, she was doing like, um, uh, the meal prep service shit for a while. Okay. And she was then she tried to have like a juice company, like like uh, I think it was called Pressed or Juiced or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I don't know, like I don't know if like I unfollowed her or she just deleted her account or what. But then like when I saw like her on Instagram a couple months back, I was like, I know this hey, woman. And then I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, oh, I remember you. You were the the, the juice chick from Insta from Twitter. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I so I know it from BuzzFeed, and I, BuzzFeed Tasty in particular. I know I, I have to narrow it down, but it's like their food vertical, so that's where I know her from. And she be cooking shit, and I just don't know. I just think it's dope. And like I said, BuzzFeed Tasty put out a, a, this article, not this article today. Well, yeah, whatever it is on, you know, on Instagram, and they and they like go click here to go find it. You like oh, okay, where the fuck is it? And I think though that like that's the power of the internet. How it like it's such a vast world, but it could also feel so small sometimes. Exactly. It's, it's kind of cool. Like, have you have you guys experienced like um like you'll be watching a show and then like, oh man, I knew you put the internet, you do this now. 
<laughs> well, no, you don't see the box was talking about. He saw a movie recently that uh, King Batch was in, and I only know oh, King yeah. Batch from the internet. So the yeah, fact he, King he, Batch doing actual you know film work now. I mean, he's done like those like uh, fake like the knockoff movies, like the Wayne's Brothers used to do. Like he's done that kind of shit. But this was like oh, so he'd be, supposed to be like like an actual movie. Being them two B shits, <laughs> like 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 uh, scary movie type movies, you know. Okay, 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 okay. Or, or like yeah. the like the Marvel uh, ones where like they'll, they'll mock them with like some fart jokes and stuff. Uh, like, I, like I think like there was the, some movie on Netflix he was in where it was like, um, oh my god, some some high schoolers, something about babysitters and like demons and shit. Yeah, yeah the, the babysitter. Yeah, the babysitter. Oh yeah, yeah. Good movie. What, what? Yeah, like he wasn't bad in that. Like it was campy-ish, but like you know, it's not like he's like a Denzel out there. But yeah, like this but, was the first movie I, besides the babysitter one that I saw him in that was supposed to be like a movie. Does he go by King Batch? Like, is that his name in the credits? I believe so. I could be. I mean, I didn't really read the credits, but I'm pretty sure, like, he always gets billed as, like, King Batch. I mean, forever it was Queen Latifah. It's just finally just like, okay, it's Dana. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess I got to just, you know, go with that because it is what it is, you know? That's yeah, what he's he known as. And until to the point which he becomes known as, you know, for so long, you got to be the rock until you can be, until you can be Dwayne Johnson, you know? He he was also in um in Black Jesus. Like he was okay. one of the people in there. Um he's been in a quite like he has a, a a hefty little IMDB. And if I'm not mistaken, he owns Zeus. He started Zeus, the the uh, like the the network. I don't know what Zeus is. Hey, I don't know oh. what that is. Oh man, Zeus is um like uh it's just a it's a network like similar to like BET is like like it's um like where the bad boys and bad girls clubs and shit to go to now and um jo- Jocelyn's Cabaret uh which is like I think the the flagship show uh is where so, I'm sorry go ahead no they, they just got strippers on there like a lot of his early film film like credits on I am I mean on uh, Wikipedia are like short films. So that's kind of like how I imagine he got wrapped up in Vine, because that was where he really got famous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's got like something in 2011 called Super Crew that says it was a short film. 2012, something, a short film called Agent Steel. 2014, <laughs> a short film, Facebook is Not Your Friend. Uh, 2015, at a cameo on We Are Your Friends. Then 2016 is where like the. Uh, what what are those movies called? Like where it's like, all right, Fifty Shades of Black. That's obviously yeah, a parody. spoof of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, parody movies. Yeah. That's where the parody movies start. Because he's got okay. Fifty Shades of Black, Meet the Blacks, Grow House, Get Out of the Closet. As apparently a short <laughs> film, I never heard of it. Shot Caller, The Babysitter. That's the movie Anthony and I were talking about. Mm-hmm. Where's the Money? Angry Angel. When we first met. Game Over, man. To all the boys I've oh, loved before. Rim like, of the world. It seems, it seems like this is happening a lot. I feel like because the Babysitter and the Babysitter uh, Part 2 and uh, to All the Guys I Love are all Netflix movies. Yeah, yeah. To a, so to probably a certain, got, probably got an overall deal at Netflix and just started going to do some stuff there. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
Man, 2020, he had one, two, three, four, five, six movies. Nice. Coffee and Kareem, The Fuck It List, Greenland, The Babysitter, Killer <laughs> Queen, Holiday, Love, Weddings, and Other Disasters. 2021, The House Next Door, Meet the Blacks 2. Vacation Friends. I heard that's a good movie. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's good. It even it, got it a is. sequel. Yeah. National Champions. Then 2023, Fear, which is the movie I was telling you guys about. Some movie called Family Switch, which is in post-production. And then Legend <laughs> of the White Dragon, which I believe is the Power Rangers film. Yeah, he's in that Power Ranger movie that uh, Jason David Frank got made before he unalived himself. No, you know, we live in the real world. We can just say he died by suicide. We don't got to. We're not on TikTok. We can use the actual words. I know, but like I was trying to keep it a little, little soft. It is. It is okay to say someone died by suicide because it's, it is. It is a, a realistic situation. So it is Man, all right. Want, you want me want to make me want to pop a top. Like I instantly got thirsty when you did. <laughs> I had a pensation sub uh, before we started recording, so I'm a. You know, need a re- need a recharge. A little salt yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. I, I something really rare. I have not I have not eaten dinner tonight. Like um, I had um some garlic, um uh, chicken sausages from Trader Joe's at lunch, like a late lunch, like around six hours ago. So I, I had uh market market whatever pantry chicken sausage. Uh, I believe I just got hot and spicy. Yeah. For my lunch today. Actually, it was more like my brunch today because it did seem kind of earlier in the groove. So, yeah, I still, I, man, I, I didn't really have breakfast per se. Around like 11.30, I cooked some uh, frozen chicken tenders in the uh, air fryer, like the bone, the frozen ones from Sam's Club that come in like the six pound bag. I keep yeah, those in yeah. the freezer and I, and I make them just for like, you know, quick little like 20 minute because it like from frozen to cooked and it like, like, don't get me wrong. Frozen to cooked in the air fryer in 20 minutes. They're not the most spectacular because they get a little overcooked. They look a little weird, but they're fucking edible. So I cooked five of those. And then like, um, I weighed them on the food scale. Cause I was trying, I was curious. Like a lot of the, the, the stuff I follow, people talk about like using a food scale to understand what you're eating and not just eyeballing. Like you don't necessarily have to like count down, write the calories down, but like, People sometimes don't understand like what the portion sizes they're actually eating. Like they know, like the back of that bag says one serving is four ounces of chicken. How the fuck yeah. do I know how much four ounces of that chicken is if I if I don't weigh it? So I cooked the chicken tenders yeah. down, and then when they were done, I weighed them on the food scale, and I had seven ounces of chicken. So I had almost yeah. two servings of chicken that I ate, and all I did was cut it up, put it on some spinach with a little bit of that uh, G Hughes like. Uh, low sugar pomegranate, um, what's the Polynesian style sauce? And that yeah. was my breakfast. So, like, protein fills you up. I ate seven ounces of chicken with some spinach and some sauce. Then, uh, you know, a couple hours later, like, I, I bought peanut butter powder the other day because I saw, like, this guy that I follow on Instagram. He used to do thrifting stuff, but now, like, he, he went away for a while. And then when he came back, I found out why he went away because he was working on losing weight because he was like 350-some pounds that he gotten up to. And uh, he's down like 115 pounds now in like a, like 13 months. Nice. And he started posting like what he eats and like, you know, what he buys and shit like that. And he had like a video where he made like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich using um, mm. the, pot, the powdered peanut butter and then like that like low-calorie maple syrup, which is just like 
sugar chemicals and shit that you get off. Like it's like five calories per serving because it's like sucralose and caramel coloring and all that that kind of shit. <laughs> um, he made like a peanut butter sandwich using that sh- that syrup instead of like buying normal peanut butter because the powder is only like sixty calories per serving and then that syrup's five calories per serving. Okay. So I'm, I took two servings of the of the powdered peanut butter with one and a half servings of that syrup. And I use like low sugar uh, jelly and I put on some bread. So I had like a peanut butter sandwich for lunch. So like up until like I bought that Penn Station sub, um, that was all I'd eaten today. And like granted that Penn Station sub was like probably like eight, 16, 1700 calories. But even with like what I ate before that, like I'm still like under for the day. For sure. I uh, I made the sauces for the first time in the air fryer. I looked up how to do that. And it was like, set this bitch at this and this, and you'll have a nice crispy skin, blah, blah, blah. Like, I probably would have a nice crispy skin, but these sauces don't have casing because I don't buy casing yeah, sausages. Yeah, sausages. <laughs> so this is just all meat frying up in the fry, air fryer, but they cooked up nice. And I, and I, and I, did, I did enjoy them, so respect you. Usually I'll, I'll cut the sausage in half, and then i use the like a press on it to give it yeah. that, um, that golden brownness on it. Yeah, I just was like, it was. I was technically not no technically to it. I was already working. Yeah, and I just was like, I'm not trying to go set these on the on the, on the stove, and we be having to run back and forth. I'm just throw these bits over here, and I, and I take if I take the drawer out if I'm not happy with them, I will put it up put, put a little <laughs> more time on that bitch and sit back down and keep working. And today was ridiculous at work, and, and not, not to whatever, uh, but I was out yesterday. Mm-hmm. The person who was supposed to do my job yesterday did not. So I had uh, uh, I had work that not only had to be done quickly, but you know what I'm saying it was like relatively substantial, and I was like, "This ain't this a blip?" They yeah, did part of my it. job. They just didn't do the the that part of the job, which is which is so necessary. Like it's like so many that like it's gonna that's gonna come back around and be a problem. So like, but but it won't be for me because I uh-huh. wasn't there. <laughs> So yeah, at some point, some I, 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 a meeting go get called on that one. I was listening, and that's gonna be real problematic. But the day, some days, people, that's what we do. But let's uh, get this uh, this party started. Imagine rock up in them pockets, where them niggas pick your pockets. Santa Claus don't miss them stockings. Liquor spilling, pistols popping, bacon soda yola whipping. Ain't no turkey on Thanksgiving. My homeboy just domed the nigga. I just hope the Lord forgive him. Pops with cocaine residue. Every day I'm hustling. What else is a thug to do when you eating cheese from the government? Got to provide for my daughter and them. Get the fuck up out my way, bitch. Got that drum and I got them bands just like a parade, bitch. Drop that work up in the bushes. Hope them boys don't see my stash. If they do tell the truth, this the last time you might see my ass. From the gardens where the grass ain't cut, them serpents fuck, them serpents lurking blood. Bitches selling pussy, niggas selling drugs, but it's all good. Broken promises, still your watch and tell you what time it is. Take your Jason, tell you to kick it where a foot locker is. In them streets with a heater under my dungarees. Dreams of getting, dreams of me getting shaded under a money tree. It go Halle Berry or hallelujah. Pick your poison, tell you what I'm doing. Everybody going to respect the shooter, but the one in front of the gun lives forever. The one in front of the gun lives forever. And I've been hustling all day. This away, that away, through canals and early alleyways, just to say money trees is the perfect place for shade. And that's just how I feel. Welcome to it. It's episode 518. And 
we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. I am your host, Skinner. It's Taylor 713. Jordan's always my best friends. The 216 is on Tatum. Hello. I don't know how the fuck I muted my mic. I, I was, I, I'm <laughs> glad I looked up. <laughs> you was right on point. And also, I, to, to, to point out the edit game, Nick, Nick, you muted her mic on uh, KP one day, and, mm-hmm. and we had a little, little gap of silence. They never exist in the edit. Trust me. I clean it all up, baby. Well, I, yeah, I was singing along to the song and everything. So. Oh, shit. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I, I, that, that's one of my favorite songs. Like, it's funny. Um, like I said, I've, I've been trying my best to organize down here in the basement. Um, it's, it's such a principal place to be, like, where you can have a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I got my record player set up, and I've been opening up records that, like, I've gotten or – I bought recently, um, or I said, I don't, um, I don't really any, never mind. But anyway, I meant to play that uh, record the other day, and I meant <laughs> to play that song, and I meant to play uh, Lucifer for the boys. Um, yeah, you're saying for, 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 for uh, Black Albums 20. Uh, what version of a uh, good kid do you have? It's like it's like three or four versions out there, and I never know which. I don't, um, well, let's introduce lunch, and I'll go get it. Fair enough. Uh, and of course, uh, it's the big homie Lunchbox two zero nine nine. He's the big homie because he's. I'm saying he is. He's. He holds a massive place in my heart. I'm not speaking of his size. He a big homie, but you uh. know he the big homie in another way to me. Can I be a little homie? <laughs> no, because he's as tall as I am, if not taller. So <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I don't, I don't think that's true. I thought you're taller than me. I have no idea. I, I am. I. I am six two. And I feel like you are the same. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. No, you're you're taller than me. I'm like somewhere between six foot and six foot one. So you yeah, know it. <laughs> I, I guess it just, just, it never, it, it just, it, I have never felt like I'm taller than Dan. I feel like we are even at best. So, but the math be math. It's nice to know you think we're all equals here. <laughs> okay, she so got the one with the van, so you know they got the the other one more like the CD cover. Which I'm talking to him. He don't even have headphones on. So I would say, so you got the one with the van. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. So, and I think it's a special color too. Is the Target uh, one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, is it clear? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So nice. I think mine is, I think I got the same one. I think I got that, that clear uh, Target colorway. And <laughs> there's the one that's the, you know, the CD cover with him, you know, with him and his uncles. Yeah. That picture. And that's a, that's another version of that one, and so I, I, it's like a couple of different versions of it. And of course, they it's lots of records, lots, tons of records. I'm always going to be talking about it because I, you know, I love I am a huge vinyl head. And in fact, when we get around to uh, entertainment, I'll talk I'll talk to you about some more uh, well, record type. Most fun. Of, most importantly, I would I ha- I would have to get the one with the van on the period because it has the recipe on there. Yeah, I mean, we the rather. Re- yeah, the recipe is like one of those songs. It's haunting, like that beat, like smoking weed. Like I, I, I don't think I, um, I would be sad if I couldn't hear that song for the rest of my life.
two news stories. One of them, a good news story. One of them, um, actually, what I consider a good news story, but a little more on the serious side. Got some member of the assholes, and uh, the gentleman will fill in the the the, the outsides of the, the inside of that particular sandwich of news and and Reddit, and it's a good time to be had. Uh, first up, oh, you know what? I'm going to jump to the Ohio Capital Journal version of this story because I'm trying to get in respect. But know that I, I first sourced it from Scene, and uh, now I want to jump over to the Ohio Capital Journal and read the. Make sure I give them a click and uh, help they uh, they add situation. Uh, pumping the brakes. Ohio spe- House Speaker dismisses effort to limit court jurisdiction on issue one. This is schoolhouse rock type stuff, he said of the ideal. This is uh, Nick Evans on the byline. Ohio High Speaker Jason Stevens threw cold water on a bid to thwart the recent abortion rights amendment issue one. Instead of attempting to deny the court's jurisdiction or rushing to the ballot with a repeal effort, Stevens argued lawmakers should focus on maternal and early childhood care. Despite the speaker's measured response, Democrats remain wary recalling the Republicans last minute maneuvering to get a related issue on a ballot in August after they said we shouldn't be voting in August no more. Just mm. let you know that uh, schoolhouse rock. Several lawmakers have publicly refused to take issue one's passage as a final F answer. Perhaps none so vehemently as state representative Jennifer gross Republican Westchester. She's pursuing a measure that would explicitly deny court jurisdiction over issue one and make it an impeachable offense for any judge that defied the law. Ironically, her apparent justification for nullifying the court's authority comes from a court decision. <clears throat> In a joint press release, Ohio value voters and faith to action argue that decisions overturning Roe put elective representatives in charge. And so the argument goes, lawmakers have the authority to withhold court jurisdiction. Speaker Stevens dismissed the idea out of hand. This is schoolhouse rock type stuff. Stevens said, we need to make sure that we have three branches of government. And the Constitution is that is what we abide by. Contrary to Gross, Stevens said the courts will be in charge of figuring out how to apply reproductive rights amendments. Pressed on what the role lawmakers should play, he emphasized newborns and and maternal health policy. But more than anything, Stevens seems intent on lowering the volume in what has been a raucous debate. He repeatedly stressed the importance of having a conversation about what he and other abortion opponents are for rather than just what they're against. These are our people. These are our family members. These are people we care about. Steven said, these are whether it's moms, the babies, everybody, these families are extremely important and yelling doesn't accomplish that goal. Having conversations is what accomplishes that goal. And we'll let the courts figure out the constitutional issues. There's a little more to that. And I actually want to share this map with y'all. Because I feel like it says a lot about <laughs> how this uh we we was not fucking around in this state this go around. It was a uh, entire screen boom share. Mm. So if you look at this, it was it was not even by a little. And places that normally would be beet red is like light blue and kind of gray in coloration. Pretty blue. So I, <laughs> I pointed this one. I know it's Putnam County. 
And you're like, man, that's a deep, dark red. So they definitely wasn't fucking with that. And then you ask the question, wait, 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 who the fuck live in Putnam County? How many Nobody? people live in Putnam County? How many people live in Putnam County if you had to make a guess? Venture me a wild guess. Uh, 3,000 people. And that's a, well, no, not me. I mean, come on, give me something reasonable. But that's a large chunk of land right there. I want you to I see mean, that. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I thought I was being reasonable because maybe it could have been mostly farmland. Yeah, no. that's what I thought. 30,000 no. people. Okay. Which means the city Dan lives in has more people than this entire county. The city I live in has more people than that. Than the city you live in has more people than that county. Than that county. And I need people to remember land don't vote. That's the problem. People be like, what about us? I'm like, well, yeah, there's only 30,000 of you and you were overruled because there's millions the other way. And so land don't vote. And people got to remember that because they'll just be like looking at that and like, what about this? And I'm like, no, that's this. Sure. They all live like right here. You know what I'm saying? In this one spot in the county seat. You know what I'm saying? Most people don't live whatever. And so it, it is, of course, like the the where our major metropolitan areas are is the darkest blue, but that's because that's where the mat, that's actually where the most people live. But right down here in Appalachia, you know what I'm saying? Dark blue and, and so forth. And it's just like, I, um, I don't necessarily like, well, I, I, I do celebrate, I celebrate, uh, pa- the passage of this. And I celebrate that this state can sometimes come together and do, and, 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 and do, uh, what is necessary and it's not therefore gerrymandered or rigged in a way, you know what I'm saying? We just, we came together, we wrote a measure, we signed the necessary, uh, cause you got, it's a lot of work you got to go through to get someone to ballot in Ohio. You have to, uh, you have to have a lot of people sign paperwork in each County that says, yes, I support this being added to the ballot. And you take all that to the secretary of state who is in this state, a Republican who, who could just be like, no, nah, I don't like what y'all did there. Do it again. It's not normally do it again. It is usually do some more and 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 so forth. So there's an effort here to get anything on the ballot. And we went through the steps in this state to get this on the ballot, wrote out a very hyper-specific uh, amendment that said this, this, and this, then brought it to the people. And when we brought it to the people, they had a fit and at the state house was like, well, we gonna vote in August that says you can't do this after they had just voted earlier in the year that we we weren't gonna have August elections anymore. That's how you do it with some bullshit. They was really trying to set it up so they because they thought it. And so what did people do? People came out in droves in August to make sure that that bullshit didn't get passed. That would change how many how much we need to pass a constitutional amendment in the state. Currently and still, to pass a constitution in the state of Ohio, you need a simple majority, just fifty percent. 50, 51% or whatever, you know what I'm saying? A simple majority is how you get something on, in the Constitution of the great state of Ohio. But it's not easy to get just to the steps you need to do to get there. And so I said, I'm just proud of state for, 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 for not falling for the banana and tailpipe, <laughs> fighting hard against, uh, against a lot of bullshit efforts in this state house to, to take away our rights and saying, no, we will not play that game. And so everywhere it has come up on the ballot in this country since Roe was overturned, uh, people have made it a point to enshrine reproductive health rights into their states of law, and it's just gonna keep being away. So you hand you hand the responsibility over to the states. The Supreme Court hand the responsibility over to the states, and the states have said, "Yes, we want to have reproductive rights enshrined in our in our laws." And in in all kinds of deep red states, it has passed. Kansas passed. You know what I'm saying? Now Ohio and so forth and so on. So it's like 
because people care about that. It's one of the issues that, that really holds sway. So here we are. And like I said, I know it's not like happy go lucky news. And like I said, it's a little more serious, but it is finally somebody in, in on that, in that party is like, no, I'm not fucking around trying to, because people, they were mad about it. And so they say, well, we will change the rules and then say that this doesn't fall under a uh, j- uh, judge's uh, purview. It'll fall only under lawmakers purview because they was mad that it, that it passed. So they was going to change the rules again and they were super hyped about it. And a bunch of people signed off on a letter and said, we, the, 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 the undersigned think that this is some horse shit and we should be running the show. And then this guy's like, nah, man, y'all got, come on, bro. It's like, there's rules to this hip hop and we're going to follow it. And I like that this dude who in probably any other situation, we diametrically opposed in our views is kind of on the same page for me to say, no, the state, the people of this state said this was law. And we gonna we gonna appreciate it and treat it as such. I hope they do the same for the for the for the, the marijuana law. And currently, that's just going. So I'm like, okay, cool. The government has been the governor has been a little pissy about it, but it seems to be like they're not gonna do much to uh mess with that one. And I'm like, okay, so that's that's actually reasonable news to hear. Finally, just let the people talk and abide. Because if it were anything else, you know what I'm saying, you'd have a fit. So just be real about that. Our more, I don't know, good news story is uh, literally from the Good News Network is where I pulled this one from. <laughs> so I made a point to get a good one. Abandoned Ohio golf course being rewilded into public land with native fish and wildlife returning. That's Andy sweet. Corbley's on the byline. This is just from earlier in the month. Near Akron, Ohio, an abandoned golf course has been rewilded into a splendid slice of natural rust belt nature. That includes a restored section of the now nationally protected Cuyahoga River. Golf courses around the country are being closed faster than than they're being open. And the vast acreage of the fairway is often reclaimed by nature, but not always by native vegetation. With vast tracts of non-native grass that's heavenly watered, mowed, and sprayed with pesticides covering gradient changes, that may not necessarily be conductive to the growth of native species. They can easily become prey for invasive colonizer species. That's why some Metro Parks, when they acquired the Valley View Golf Course, knew they had to take an active role in returning the fairway to how it looked before settlers arrived. We had to undo the golf course before we could restore the landscape, said Mike Johnson, chief of conservation at the Summit Metro Parks. Golf courses are harsh environments, and to create them, the vegetation used is usually non-native. It doesn't have a value for our local uh, fish and wildlife. However big, however big the job was, it offered the nonprofit a tremendous opportunity to con- connect two of its existing pr- uh, properties into a single 1,900-acre haven for fish, birds, and native plants. Before the golf course, the river section had been uh, channelized, and so earth-moving equipment had to be brought in to widen and bend the river back to its pre-industrialized uh, meandering course. It being the Cuyahoga River, famous for catching on fire several times during the 20th century due to pollution, its status now is a naturally flowing river that floods the surrounding wetlands during periods of intense rain and already harboring near perfect conditions for biodiversity and an inspiring site to native Ohioans. The response from wildlife has been huge, Johnson told CNN. Prior to our work, we documented about 200 species of plant and wildlife that were living on the golf course. And at the time we acquired it, at the time we require, acquired it, today we have documented over 900 species of fish and wildlife that have returned to the area. Fuck with it. 
I I like that this is a possible. I wish they I look, I truly wish we could have Giaga Lake back. But I know we can't. So I wish they just clean that up. I thought and they let were. that go go back Open to nature back too. Up. Oh, I've not heard anything yeah. about that. Yeah, Dan said that a while ago, a while ago right there. There it's not gonna be like Jaga Lake, like the amusement park. It's gonna be like Jaga Lake, like a lake with a community and like a park. Okay. Uh, June 12, 2023, Sea Plains, Yaga Lake to get a new life with Fresh Park. Might as well just go into it right quick, people. You get a second little helping of a of a return to nature of situation. Laura Morrison, Susan Stratford on the byline. Aurora, Ohio. The city of Aurora wants to provide beach access and open a public park in the former Yaga Lake Amusement Park and part of the old SeaWorld, Ohio. Monday, the mayor presented the proposed plan where the city would buy the property from industrial commercial properties, ICP, the insane clown posse <laughs> paid using yeah. $1.3 in America Rescue Plan uh, Act funds. I want to give it up once again to President Joe Biden for pushing that act and making sure it got passed. This is how your roads are being fixed. Your bridges are being fixed. And now, as you can see, your parks are being renewed because that man in the White House hustled hard and got it done. Just want to point that out to you. This is a legacy purchase for the people of Aurora. Mayor Ann Warmer and Bench Warmer Bench Warmer? Womer. Womer. W-O-M-E-R? Womer? Wormer? Mm-hmm. No, there's not the R ain't there. So it's just the oh, Womer? Yeah. Mayor Ann Womer Benjamin said in a statement. The combined properties, 40 acres of lakefront and 53 acres of 53 acre and a 53 acre lake, would be reopened as the Aurora Park at Geauga Lake. Jagalake Music Park was closed for good in 2007 with the buildings and rides falling into disrepair. Its water park, Wild Water Kingdom, continued to operate until 2016. But in the last couple of years, new development plans have gotten underway after ICP purchased the land, which <laughs> covers Aurora and Bainbridge Township in 2020. Plans have not been finalized for the new park, but the mayor said it's going to include a pool and non-motorized boating. While we have some initial <coughs> conceptual plans for the property, we intend to be thoughtful and deliberate in, in its development, Walmer Benjamin said in statement. We expect to tackle this project in stages, but are eager to provide public access as soon as responsibly possible. There are still many decisions to be made and more to come with this exciting opportunity. So that's what's up. I know, it looks I, nice from it from it from its uh from its image. So yeah, I don't I, I don't have an article, but like in Mentor also is uh I think it was thirty-three acres um was was saved for wildlife. So it's a bunch of these initiatives that's going around in Ohio. Yeah, dig it. Dig it. Man, a buckeye state is Sucker. something real special, y'all. <laughs> uh as always, let's just dive in right quick on the Thursday night foosball game. It is fourteen uh ten Ravens. And uh, yeah, Joe Burrows uh, might he's in the back. His hands hurt. Oh, no. Ah, yeah. I, I, I don't wish anybody losing their quarterback. Trust me. I did this week. Real fucking shitty. Also, why ain't we just can we not go get us a, a fucking Josh Dobbs? It's got to be somebody out there, right? Well, the trade deadline's over. I mean, you can get people on waivers. You can get people off the wire. You can oh, get people. I mean, they, free, somebody's going for that to happen. You, I know, but you can also get free agents. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I don't. This, 
I mean, I don't want to put this rookie in this in this shit because he isn't because he's a rookie, and I know he, that maybe he could be he could do something, but he has not proven that thus far. And then our third string quarterback, I like him as a human being. <laughs> his 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 touchdown to pick ratio is awful. They need so, Jacoby Brissett to go into the Washington football teams or the Commanders. I, I keep forgetting they have an actual name now. Yeah, the Washington they, football they need, teams. They need, him, <laughs> yeah, they need him to go into the general manager's office and put his dick on the table and be like, <laughs> release me. Release me, I say. <sighs> Man. Hey, put just... your dick on the table is what got um, our quarterback in trouble. You can't do that. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly <laughs> times like 24. Nope, 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 nope. Anywho, <laughs> that was your news <laughs> for the week. And uh, we will pass the ball over to my man. Ant. First, first up, as always, is Tatum. Ant, what you got for the click this week? So I was off uh, yesterday. And, man, I, I had um, – it, like I said, the weather's been nice here. So um, the other day, my partner was in the backyard like, man, we should pay somebody to um, to clean, like do a clean out in the backyard. I was like, I don't really think that's necessary. I Like if you if I can have like four hours to clean up back, I, I could I could do it because like we recently had some uh, some trees cut down. And like um it's it's literally not a forest, but it's a, a, a it's a it's a pretty hefty green space behind where I live behind my house. You not gonna call that a forest? No Is that not a forest? It's not a I don't I don't know if it's a forest. It's it's fucking foresty, but <laughs> it's a forest and like a whole damn canal back there, ain't it? Uh it is it's Euclid Creek is directly behind my house. <laughs> like a, a, a legit creek where like I, I've seen shit in, in my backyard that I never thought I would see in real life. I've seen a, like a fox up close, um, coyotes at, uh, at this point, like deers. And, you know, like remember that scene in Stand By Me, like that, you know, the deers eating out, drinking out the creek and looking all doughy eyed and, and, and beautiful. Deer don't look like that in real life. Like my deers look like they uh, around here look like they need a freaking shower. Like they do not look, uh, they don't look great. And um, yeah, they've been in abundance. And speaking of abundance, <laughs> before I go into like my my story of my day, man, I'm so tired of these fucking geese. Like, geez, Louise, we need to find somebody who uh like a. We need to hire a wolf to come eat all these geese. <clears throat> like the big bad wolf. Like, cause there's so many. Like, I live in an area where I, where we just said I live near, uh, not only do I live near a creek, but I live near a lot of retirement places, like a bunch of them. And all of them got that little fucking um, man made pond in front of them. So it's yeah. like, hey, Here's a man-made pond here and a man-made pond here. <laughs> and then I also live near some businesses. Oh, you, you it's like a giant uh, Phillips facility. Oh, it's a man-made lake right the pond there too. Oh, 
Progresso. We got three uh, man-made bombs from here. <laughs> and, and like I learned from uh, listening to This American Life, geese do not fly south for the winter. Geese stay where they're comfortable, and they're yeah. comfortable here. Like so, if they don't, if they can get everything they need, they'll stay right where they are. And since we don't have any uh, predators for them besides us hitting them with cars, um, and speaking of minner again, uh, it's illegal to feed uh, geese and minner now, which is yeah, it's just it's, it's crazy how many are out there. So, um, I started around ten o'clock doing the cleanup. I ate me some oatmeal, drank way too much coffee, and and I and I got busy. Um, I we decorated the, uh, our front yard for um, for Halloween. So um, I took those decorations up. Then I was like, "It's it's pretty nice out here." Then I, I put down the Christmas decorations. We don't have any Thanksgiving outside decorations, really. I mean, no, not really. We don't have any at all. We don't need to. Like, it's just one day. Like, Christmas <laughs> is a season. Halloween is a season. Turkey Day is a good day. So, I started off cutting the front yard, which I haven't, you know, I haven't cut the, the front grass in, in, in a while. It's been like at least a month and more than shit, more than a month. So, I did that. I cut the grass. And it's the fucking chore. I, I just really need to get my shit together and get a riding lawnmower. Because it's a uh, what's in between a riding lawnmower, um, not quite like a, a self-propelled, but I need something not in the middle of that. I think I think it is a self-propelled, but like I mean, after that, like so, a regular lawnmower. Okay, so first you got the one that's a mulcher, like you just push okay. it and that's it, like this manpower. Then you'll have like a regular lawnmower that's not self-propelled. Then you have a self-propelled lawnmower. I need something after the self-propelled lawnmower, but not the um, not the ride on. I need something right in between there. Mm. So a self-propelled might be the, might be the trick, but I need something in between that. Um, you know, something that that get the job done, but not uh, something that's gonna uh, take up too much space in the garage. Okay. But that, that's a story for another day. So um, then I went in the backyard. Now this is where the, the you know the, sh- the shit was the shit was starting. So, so it's uh, my neighbor has like what I will say like three or four giant oak trees. Like I have three oak trees in my yard. Then my neighbor to the, I guess to the right, they don't have anything, but then there's oak trees in the back of our house and some other different trees. So it was an extreme abundance of leaves in the backyard. Um, so like, like when, right when I walk out to the deck, like the leaves are like up to my knees. So I got to get those first. And I have a um, like a vacuum blower, like you can blow shit, but then the other side you can just collect leaves. And that took a while, and then my, that bitch broke like <laughs> during that time. So that sucked. But then I like 
uh, are rigged. Uh, what, 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 what kept on happening is, um, like it sucks up the leaves and then like it was like a netting that was got that guides the leaves into the bag. Somehow that got messed up. So what I did was I just cut that part out and it, it worked for another shit, two hours. But then I was like almost done. I had got up enough leaves where I could just um, go through and cut the grass and make it look halfway presentable or very presentable. And then I noticed the the leaves that were getting crunched up through this apparatus start coming up and like, you know, shooting up, giving me a money shot. So I'm like, oh, what's, I, I, what's going on? And the, and the bag had broke. So it broke like right when I was like, I was pretty much 80% done, which um, like Wednesdays are the, are the days that the boys get out of school early. So that sucked. And um, like I was almost done. Like I, my partner made me some lunch. I ate that and um, went to go get the boys. So, like, since I was off that day, I was like, man, we had some books that needed to go back to the library. So, that's where we went first. And the boys are are, are both into, um, Uncle T would be like, but like this, they're both into the Wimpy Kid books. Nice. So, you know, I have it, every, every one of those books, right? <laughs> yes, I know. I, I, I didn't tell, I, I think I told Spud that, uh, that Xander gets one every year still. Um, I, I have not looked up this year's Wimpy Kid book. Let's do that while, while you're chatting. <laughs> so, but they get these books called Wonder Books, which are pretty great. They're the regular book, and on the front of it, it's like this little little section where it's like where you could you can put in headphones. It's like a pause and a you know a chapter button, and you can you can listen to the book. And all you gotta do is charge it back up. Nice and um. It's funny, like um, Emery had picked the book, and then he just end up he just been reading the uh, the, the the Wimpy Kid books, and like that's their new thing right now. So we went there, we got the books, we got out, and um, it's this pretty nice park uh, that's like <clears throat> a couple doors down from the library we went to, and um, we went there. And it wasn't like too crowded at first, but then like the other kids start coming in, and I start seeing uh, seeing this one kid just running around. Like, of course, the kid, our, my kids are pretty friendly. They went to go make friends right away, and like and play with the different kids. But this one kid was wilding, and I mean, <laughs> he was just like all right, so. He at first I seen him pushing some kid in the swing like way too hard, and I I'm I'm the type of dad or really I guess person who don't want to see other people being mistreated. Like I'll tell my kids, hey, like hey, hey, it's other kids here. Don't be going up the slide, walking up the slide. Just wait your turn. Or hey, when it's like kids smaller than you around, like be mindful of that. I t- I try to have them be mindful. But um, my my youngest son, I mean, yeah, my youngest son, he'll see stuff happening and he will distance himself from it. Yeah. My oldest son seems oblivious to this. And so my youngest son, 
Um, the the kids were were playing tag, and he was just like, "That's not my that's not my bag right now. I'm getting on the swing." So he got on the swing, and then he did something else. And that one kid that was wilding just runs up and like tag. I'm like, everybody's like, "Ah, oh, what the what, what are you doing? I'm not even playing." And I was like, "Hey, man, that that was that's a little bit too rough." He he's not even playing, and then like the the kid ignored it. He rightfully so. I'm just some random black guy at a park, but he ran <laughs> off. But I made sure I said something to him. And then I seen him doing some other stuff. I'm like, "Hey, man, it's it's a lot of kids here. Let's get ready to pack it up and go to another park before it like it's before the sun goes down." So we do that. When we get to this other park, now the this is the park we go to the most. The reason we go to this park the most is it's good stuff at the playground. Sometimes when they got a baseball game, they got a snack cart. And during the summertime, it is always shady. It's a very shady park. Okay. So we don't got to worry about hot equipment. It's it's um it's not usually way too crowded. So it was a it's usually a good choice. But when we get to the park, I see under one like under the big slide, a big pile of shoes and socks. I was wondering what that picture was. And I'm like, what is what first of all, like it was like I said, it's it's a nice 50 degrees in the sun. But like I said, this was the shady park. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's no, it's not lightweight cold. It's fucking it's cold. And these kids are running around in wood chips with no socks and shoes on. I'm like, their parents are just sitting there. I'm like, what is going on here? And I, I like, I try not to be too judgy, but that's not only dangerous, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> so, me and uh, my younger son are sitting on the swings, and my, like I said, my oldest son just like goes play with goes to play. I'm like, I call him back. I'm like, dude. Don't play with those kids. And he's like, what? I'm like, look, first of all, you older than them. Like, uh, uh, by a good amount. Second, like, they running around here with no shoes and socks. And he's like, uh, okay. So I, I go de- back and I'm sitting they on the bench. They definitely not vaccinated. <laughs> I go back to sitting on the bench. Like, and like, like they, he plays with them anyway. I was like, I'm not going to. Like it's the struggle I have often is being a parent or stealing my child's joy. Yeah. Like I want to be able to be like, hey, you you should do this and that, but I and I know this thing might make you happy or you might like doing this thing, but you need to be careful. So they they're playing, and of course they play tag, and. My my youngest son goes over to the swings again, away from these kids. Like, like I'll be over here enjoying myself. Yeah. And this one dude, shoeless and sockless, uh, son of a biscuit eater, push him on the ground, and then like keep like I can't even describe what it is, but like like it's it's, it's tussling on my son, and like. Embry got like a fucking handful of uh, wood chips. I'm like, what the fuck is uh, going on here? I'm like, dude, you're playing way too rough. Please back away from him. 
and like I can see Spud like over in the corner, like looking like I'm like you. I'm like you see this shit. What are you doing over there? And I'm like, all right. I had I already told him because like it's getting close to sundown. It's starting to get cool. I gave him a five minute warning before. I'm like, hey, we gonna start packing it up in five minutes. Then I was like, nah, nah, we gotta go, man. Like, fuck these kids. Yeah. And um, <laughs> hit him with the MJ. <laughs> so we we start to dip, and then like I can see Spud isn't happy about what I said. Like he's like, because he's usually like the first one to be like, okay, let's go. I got other shit I got to do anyway. I got a lot. I got I got a life. Um, but he wasn't doing that. I was like, did you see what was going on? He was like, yeah, I seen it. I was like, you didn't go over there and like and step in like that's your brother. He was like, well, I, I don't know. I just didn't do it. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like I was a younger brother, but or like uh, I was. I don't. I, it didn't matter if my brother was bigger than me. That shit wouldn't have happened. And I know I can't be like, um, well, that's how I did things too much. But I just don't know how to feel about that situation. Like, um, I came home and like we. I talked to his mom about it, and then she got she got pissed too, and she was like, "You didn't do nothing. You just stood." And, like, I know, like, he's the older brother, and younger brothers to, to older brothers suck. But it's, you got it. I, I, like I said, I'm still processing this as, as it go. But this is funny because, like, when we had open house, um, so Spud's teacher was like, so so Anthony's brother goes here? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he has the younger brother who's in first grade. And she said, every day some little boy said hi to me. <laughs> and I didn't know who he was. And then <laughs> finally, like she's like, I, I forgot how she said she got the information, but she said, um, she asked Anthony, like, who is that little dude? <laughs> like, oh, that's my brother. <laughs> and he was like, she like, it, like open house isn't at the beginning. It's like it's you know you've had some time in school. Yeah, yeah. And there are like three classrooms in between. <laughs> it's like one, two, three, and then like like he's just he's just so yeah. I I, I don't know what to do about this. Like I don't want to be too hard on him because like I know my youngest son can hold his own. Yeah, and. Not to say he would have whooped that motherfucker's ass, but he could have. He could have, but he doesn't live in a a, a, in a, in vi- a violent environment where he's like, or an environment where he's going to be like, oh, I should be whooping ass right now. That's not his first thing. He's like, wait, what the fuck? This kid pushed me. Like, he, Emery would, would love to fight, but he's not, um, he's not quite abreast of being like, up to the challenge of knowing, hey, I should be fighting right now, or, uh, yeah. or I should push a kid back. Like he's more, uh, he's emotional about things. Like at home, and he'll probably be like, "Well, shit, I'm a sock Anthony." <laughs> but <laughs> like, and, but really, like somebody starting to fight with him, he hasn't had that happen to him yet. 
So I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm still processing like how things went and like you know how to react to it. Like I I didn't go super fly TNT on on them more. Like, man, you ain't getting shit for Christmas. <laughs> you, you, you might as well forget about playing anything. I, I didn't do that to him, but like, I have you have you, uh, have you read about it at all? I mean, have you like I don't know sought out some just some just some I don't know just yeah. some some guides or whatever. Like I, I've listened to and read tons of books about parenting, but it's like, I mean, this particular this one no, particular like I haven't. Yeah. And I, I will, but like I said, this is something I'm processing because, like, I texted y'all yesterday about talking about something totally different. <laughs> um, but like this happened, and um, I don't know. It, it's funny. Like I was talking to my uh, my partner about like she asked. So the school was giving away turkeys, and I'm like, um, she's like, you know anybody need a turkey? I'm like, no. I don't think so. I know you. You don't need a turkey. Like you're you're my best friend. <laughs> like I don't really like uh like you for for the most part it's like if anything's going in and out, it's you. Like um like I'll talk to my mom a little bit, I'll talk to T and Dan. Uh, but I don't like most of my friends don't even live here. I don't know nobody don't need no turkey. <laughs> like so like most of the bouncing off like it's gonna be here, it's gonna be like she already know all about the situation, so it's um I, I didn't I usually tell my mother I didn't tell her yet. My mother would probably be pissed too. <laughs> but I usually talk to my mom when I'm in the like when I'm on my way to the grocery store and like I have yeah. some some um some time. But I, I that that would probably be tomorrow. Well, ah. Uh. I, I know, I know you'll find your way. I will. It's just, just, it's just how it is, how how, how it works, and how it's fussing. And so, but and then you will, you will pass that data point on to the kid, and he'll find. He'll be like, "Oh, okay, I I, I pick it up." You put now. I just knew from the beginning when I seen no fucking shoes and socks on the ground. I'm like, "This is not. This is a no. This is not. A, this is not the situation." And then uh, my partner was like, "When? Why didn't y'all leave right there when you seen the socks and shoes on the ground?" I'm like. I, I was like, I warned him then. Like, I knew some, it was some shit in the in the water right then. Like, I just feel like in those situations, like that's not a normal thing on on, on in November. Was these whites? Yes, they were. <laughs> but usually they don't. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be like, yeah, them, you know, them whites. I was just wondering if it was because like, yeah. got the kids out here with no socks and shoes on. Cause, Cause, like, we'll go to the park. Like the uh, we, we when we went to the park closer to the boys' school, it was this little kid throwing wood chips all over the place. He didn't have a brother wood. Huh? This kid was probably like two, two and a half, maybe three at most. Okay, little baby still. Yes, throwing wood chips at every fucking body. This just going the fuck off, running around the park. No mother, no brother, no nothing. And we like, who did this kid fucking belong to to begin with? <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm out of here. And I, like, I, I left. And then, and I, I don't condone this. So some older, some girls older than, than my boys picked up, picked up some wood chips and threw it back at him. I'm like, that, I was like, this is chaos. I, 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 let me get the fuck out of here right now. So 
it's it's not like a, it's just um just white kids just wilding out here, <laughs> but it's it's I don't know. Like I I said, like like man, I don't think my heart can take going to the park. You lucky it's fucking November, because if this shit happened in June, y'all would be fucked. Because <laughs> like I'm just not that type of person. Like I don't want to yell at nobody else's kid, because I'm not. I, I don't want nobody yelling at mine. Yeah. Like, but like I told after I'm like, dude. What if I had to fucking fight his father? I would have fought somebody's father that day. Because <laughs> if he would have like kept on fucking with Emery, I would have pulled him off of Emery and tossed him to the side. And if his, if it, and if his father would have would have would have caught the fade, because I'm I'm not gonna fuck around over my kids. Like yeah, I'm dead fucking serious. I'm like I, I was like that you. I'm like you have to help me. Like so, I'm not having to square about in these creeds. Yeah. That's, it's 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 real, and but you hate that to, to put that assignment on on your yes. little young because they still little. Like I said, you know I, it's, like? it's a fine line between being a good parent and still still in their joy. Yeah, yeah. I swear to God. But bro. when I was little, I, I swear I we were, I remember never forget we were at fucking Thistledown, um, Northfield Park, and we were playing with this little kid, and he was playing too rough, man. <laughs> We fought that little bully, man. At this one, I don't know why he was at this one down with his dad. I know I was with my aunt, which I shouldn't have been. But I'm like, what are you doing? You think you you just supposed to be like? I think uh, he either he spit or something. I'm like, what are you doing? I kicked him. I kicked that little boy in the balls and pushed him down, and we ran off. <laughs> <laughs> Never to be seen again. Oof, bamboo, son of a and bitch. I sat in my pee pants all day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a fine line. I'm I like I said, I'll find it, but man, it's man. Like I said, I, I understand like him not wanting to be like yeah. And Emory even said this, which was hilarious. He was like, man, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell my principal tomorrow. I'm like, man, your principal can't do nothing. <laughs> this, is, this is not the same thing. He's like, okay. Stay woke, though. You know what I'm saying? Put that, pass that wisdom on. Like, hold on, principal. This was a situation I was in. What would you have done? <laughs> yeah. And like, I know at school, like, like Spud, you don't have to help him in school. Yeah. Like, you're in a older, you're in a a, a a different grade. It's different kids, but still, like I don't know. And I know most people don't get it together, like with their with their siblings until they grow. So it's gonna it's gonna be a while. Yeah, yeah. Oof. It's just ticky tacking all over my house. You've been fed and water. You what you need, little homie. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Toffee says about this. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, true indeed. You know what? That is now. See that's that's where it always comes in handy to, to have an educator in your in, in, in your in your situation, especially like say who, who been who, who who has gone through all the ropes. Yeah. So he kind of like all right. This what I would, this this what. Oh shit! Bless you. We good. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Especially, especially like I said, he likes it. He he he, know, he knows the ropes and has been through all 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 sorts of levels of this. And he might be he might 
he might have a word of wisdom to pass you. So all to the good. But Box, we uh pass the reins over to you so Anthony can get a rest and get a get get a take take what is it called? It's got a tenderfoot timeout while you <laughs> uh, why you keep this uh this uh this uh this wagon train a rolling. What's up with story time with lunchbox? It's been kind of an uneventful week, honestly. Um, that is okay. That means you can dig anywhere in your brain and say, I'd like to tell you about this instead. The week? Who cares? What else is going on with you? <laughs> well, I mean, so obviously I've been an adult for a very long time now. But, like, I don't always feel like it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been having to deal with, like, adult shit. And um, it's weird having, like, I don't know what it is. It's like our generation has, like, we we, we want our parents to make our doctor's appointments and, and do all that shit for us, you know, like they used to when we were kids. So it's weird for me having to, like, handle shit my own, on my own sometimes. I mean, I, I, I do it, but, like, I don't like confrontation. I try to avoid it as much as possible. And... So I told you guys that, like, I had heard from my insurance company last Thursday, like, a couple hours before we did the show. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like, the contractor will get a hold of me because he was, you know, reaching out to me prior to that. And, like, it got to yesterday, and I still hadn't heard from him at all. Like, he hadn't reached out to me about any, like, just, like, talk about scheduling, nothing. So I sent him a text. I was like, hey, yo, uh, I heard from the insurance company. They said they approved everything. You know, let me know like when work's going to start or if you need anything from me, you know. Whole day went by. I didn't hear nothing. And then like this morning, he texts me like at like 8.30ish in the morning. And he's like, oh, uh, well, the we got word from the insurance company that they only approved the back half of the roof and they only approved one wall of the siding on the outside. And I was like, he's like, so I'm I'm fighting with them to get it all done. And I'm like, well, damn, that's not what they told me last week. So I uh, I texted him back, and I was like, oh, shit, that's not what they told me. So then he calls me, and we're, we talked it out, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, I talked to the adjuster last week, and she said full roof replacement, and that the siding was approved. I'm like, I took full roof to mean the entire roof, not half of it. And he goes... Yeah, he goes, like, I thought that we were getting that, too. And then I got the estimate paperwork, and it was only for the back half of the roof. He goes, so I'm trying to get them to approve the whole thing. And he goes, why don't you reach out to her and see if, like, you know, what she says, and if you can get them, you know, to change their mind on your end or whatever. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I texted the uh, insurance adjuster because when you make the claim, they open up, like, um, an SMS text chat, like your phone with them. So I sent her a message. I was like, Hey, yo, uh, <laughs> my contractor is saying that like you guys only approve half the roof and like a portion of the siding. But when we talked last week, you told me full roof and you just said siding. So I'm like, you know, what changed? And like, you know, if something happened, why wasn't I made aware, you know? And then, like, I felt like kind of adultish using that terminology. Like, why wasn't I made aware of, you know, these changes? I like, need to be abreast. Whereas the, the gangster in me wants to be like, why the fuck didn't you say something? <laughs> um, but I kept it, you know, professional, professional, as the kids say. 
And uh, she texts back like pretty quick. I was surprised. It was like within five minutes. Okay. And she basically explained to me that like, so the way it works is I have the insurance company with the ingester and I have the contractor. And in between them is kind of like a service that connects the two. Yeah. Where like they, they work on scheduling and getting contractors in touch with the people who make the claims of the insurance company. They, they, they take the plans. At, so the, the, you know, to the, from the customers to the engineers, because the engineers are not people, 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 and you know, they don't have skills. So they need those people. <laughs> so the, they don't talk to the engineers. If, if, if people understand that reference. Yes. So, uh, Basically, she said that, like, the paperwork that had initially gone to the, we'll call them a switch service, was for only half the roof, but, like, it was updated, and now it got approved for the full roof, so they just need to get the updated paperwork to the contractor, and I was like, oh, okay, and then I texted her back, and I was like, well, what about the siding? And she goes, well, you were only approved for the one portion of the siding because she goes, the way your siding's set up, it's detachable in sections, and that's easier to replace, so we don't need to replace the whole thing, just the damaged portion. And I was like, damn, now I'm going to have one set of 2023 siding <laughs> on my house and three sets of 1954. I'm like, this is just going to look it's going gonna, it's gonna to look like a fucking car that has like, it's like a red body with a blue hood. Like a, like a Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> yeah, so so I uh, screenshotted it and I texted it to the contractor about, like our conversation, and he goes, "Okay." He goes, "I'll press them to get the paperwork over to me." So uh, he said that like he'll reach out to me once he's got it and it's all ready to like schedule and everything. He said he was hoping to get it all ready to go uh, by next week so that we could get it scheduled for like after Thanksgiving or whatever. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So at this point, I'm getting a new roof, and I'm getting one quarter of my house re-aluminum sided. One quarter portion. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, yeah, it was weird having to put my big boy pants on and, like, you know, be like, yo, what the fuck, people? Man. It's like, I don't don't like being the guy chasing people down when people tell me they're going to do shit. Yeah. And you know me, like, I, I am slow to trust people. But when I trust you, or like I put faith in you, I'm counting on you to do what you say you're going to do, or at least attempt it. I get really discouraged easily when people don't like do do their portion, and then that, that like I don't want to be the person coming behind them and being like, "You said you were going to do this." So I feel uncomfortable doing that shit. Like, I, I, just handle your business. Like, I don't want to be fucking prodding you to get you to do the shit you're already supposed to be doing. Yeah. So I, of course, am in a similar boat in that my rent check hasn't cleared yet here in the middle of the month. Oh, so I hit the guy. I hit the member now. I, I pay rent to a uh, a, a whatever company, and uh, so I hit the dude up who's supposed to be representative of said conglomerate, and like, hey man, middle of the month, notice that rent ain't cleared yet. What's the, what's going on? And has not texted me back or anything. So tomorrow it's gonna be a phone call. And then I'm going to get grumpy <laughs> because it's, I mean, it's like you, you had a pitch the fit and was like, well, now you got to pay at the beginning of the month. So I, I moved heaven and earth to make it a point 
motherfuckers been hitting me up all month. Like, where my money at? My butt, my my boy, my boy, my le- the electric company hit me up. I hadn't had to hear, I ain't heard from electric company in years. It's like, hey man, you ain't gonna pay this? Like, of course I'm gonna pay it. I'm just gonna pay it now in the middle of the month instead of the beginning of the month. So, like I said, I have I have I've done so much to have to shift everything to like, okay, now we pay rent at the beginning of the month. And I know some people are like, don't you always do that? Like, no. For like the last 10 years, I've been paying rent in the square in the center of the month. It's just the way money flows. And it made for an easy situation. And my previous landlord was like, that's fine. And the new people was like, nah, man, I needed up front. So <laughs> I was like, fair enough. I, 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 then I go to ask for stuff. Now. Uh, I, 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 I talked to my son. I was like, hey, man, I'm probably going to lean on you a little bit uh, as we make this transition. He's like, don't worry about it. We good. And uh, so here we are. And that goddamn rent still sitting in my bank account. And I'm like, you maybe write this fucking check. I have to go buy envelopes. I don't keep envelopes in this house. You lucky I got checks. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, <laughs> the time we live in. So, but yeah, I mean it's real. It's the same reason I have envelopes, stamps, and checks around this bitch because yeah. I got to pay the mortgage, and they don't fucking. I don't have. A, I don't bank with them, so I can't do it digitally. Now I did see that they have like a branch at like Crocker, and there's like one out in like North Royalton. Yeah, yeah. So I guess maybe if I really wanted to, I could like see about like driving the check to a branch. Yeah, but, yeah. But like, what you saying? That's the only reason that I keep that shit around here. And here I am. Here, let's go. Let's go look at my bank account. Let's go look at the old uh, application. Because who knows? Maybe something happened in the middle of the day. But it didn't. <laughs> just, just marinating right there, and I'm like, okay. And I wake up in the morning, checking it. So I woke up this morning and looked at it, and it's still there. And then it, it hit my stomach, and then I ended up waking up. Like I'm like, honestly, God, it's like five oh six, and I was like, it just made me feel like nervous all at once. And I so I just got up and went to the bathroom, and just like, all right, I guess I'm up now. Let me go work on the show. So I started further editing our show and so forth. So, but I'm just sitting here like grumpy, and I'm getting mad about. It. I'm like, fuck me, you made me go through all this bullshit, and. You ain't took this dough. And now when I text you, you ain't responding. So I also don't fuck with that. Cause it's like, bro, I mean, this is what it is. You supposed to be running this shit. You know what I'm saying? You supposed to be representative of this company that runs this shit and you ain't hitting me back. It's a motherfucking problem. And so we will see how this all plays out. And what it is, I don't like that. I like, I want, look, if I can't, if, if I'm hitting you up and you ain't hit me back, then I need Joe. I need, you need to have a backup that I can hit up. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be somebody else who can who who, who can uh, who I can reach out to for this process, and it don't exist yet. And I don't I don't like that, man. Because you know, like I said, I already know they're gonna they're gonna raise it in January. They already did. in fact they already said they're gonna raise it in January. So so you about to raise my rent and not talk to me about just basic functions? Come on, bro. So yeah. Does this, does this mean you're staying at your house? Like, it, I didn't know. No, about no, no. I, I will be stay, I will be staying here for the time being. But uh, once Vanessa has had X amount of time at her new jet, a new gig, we're going to go talk to the the finance guy a second time. We're going to this time add her to the process because remember it's just me on the on the on the on the first go round, and we're going to see what the numbers look like with her added to it. And uh, if uh, accepts band Big Ten ends probe, yeah, well. I bet you I bet you was gonna accept anyway. Fuck Jim Harbaugh. Anyway, uh <laughs> yeah, so we gonna we gonna uh the goal and 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 the 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 thought process is uh hopefully by by we'll start looking hard come spring and hopefully by summer we will uh have found a place and and, and moved. 
or at least mm-hmm. you know, begin the process of moving. So that is what is up. That is the plot. That is the scheme. And I hope it all plays out like, like that. And so, yeah, so, and you know, you know, I love this place and I'm not, I'm never, I'm never going to find anything unique or interesting or like it uh, ever again. But it's like, if you can't do the simple process of just answering a text message, because all you got to do is be like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? We ain't put it in yet. Oh shit. They, they had not something happened here. That third, I can tell you the check number. I can tell you when I wrote it, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? It's out here. I can probably go look at my camera and see when you came and got it. So it's like, come on, bro. I can make this, we can make this work. <laughs> Or we can get some gangster shit. This is what it is. So, and, and so we can handle this shit like gentlemen. gentlemen. <laughs> we can get in some gangster shit. And I'm just, I'm just hoping it's. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's gentlemanly. And I'm just going. I'm going to hope maybe he was off today and therefore was not on that phone or something like that or whatever, whatever. You know, so I'm going to, I'm going to give it all the hope I can. And tomorrow it's a phone call, and then we'll we'll move in kind. <laughs> Sick of the bullshit. Yeah. I, yes, being a dope blows. Yeah, I, every <laughs> child I care about, not not just my my children, like my nieces, my nephews, cousins. I've told them all all the time. There's nothing good about being an adult. Like almost all the other shit. Like you can you can drive at sixteen if you got your shit together and you mature. You can't like all like. I mean, yeah, I can eat burritos whenever I want to, and Doritos and Cheetos, but I got to worry about my ticker by doing that. Oh yeah, I can yeah. stay up all night, but um, yeah, I gotta get up and um and get it go to work in the morning. Like there's genuinely nothing good about being an adult all like that. Like it's um man, it's it's sometimes it's a heavy fucking burden. And then not to mention, I got fucking kids that I gotta try to guide <laughs> to to good adults. Yeah, like yeah. I, I wish my mother would have been like, hey, you know what, man? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you this. When you have kids, the the whole purpose of kids is um uh, is raising them to be a good adults. Like I've been listening to this um uh, song by Mick Jenkins featuring Freddie Gibbs. And um on one of the parts, Freddie Gibbs be like, Man, I'll be forgetting some of y'all was crack babies. Like, I forgot about that shit. <laughs> I forgot that it's these that it's a it's the generations of like people who like who are born addicted to crack. Now I'm not trying to I'm trying to make a joke out of it. That shit was legit. That shit really like I'm like oh yeah, these people's out here making decisions now. Oh no. Did you see? Did you see the senator who basically was like I'm about to fight the yeah. president of the teamsters? Yeah, I um I, I was. Uh, I was I, uh, on Instagram laughing with uh with Nick about that. That dude wanted wanted some wanted to fame. He was just like, "I'll fucking fight you now." That's not good. <laughs> no, not when not when you in the not not when you were in the fucking uh, branch of the House of the not the House and to say the Senate. You know what I'm saying? The big chamber is that as they call it of the United States of America. No, it's a fucking problem. Man, we is and it's the, this is what's happening lately. Being when these types of people. And I'm just going to be real with you. These types of people, I know that shit sound a little like snooty, but are elected. They be, you ever seen like videos of Italian parliament? No. They be wild. They be throwing bananas at each other. Oh shit. They be, they be like, they be going to blows. And I'm, and that shit makes them, and it makes them look like just 
to, to use a to, to, to turn the phrases, a banana republic, and make them look like just fucking just like this is why you're not a world power. This is kind of dumb shit you're doing, and right now we doing that dumb shit. Man, we I, when old man Bernie got to be like, shut down, shut down. You're a senator of the United States. I'm like, yeah, we, I guess, <laughs> we're living in, in idiocracy now, man. Like, it, I was, uh, it was a TikTok, and to make a long story short, I know this is lunch stuff. Like, they all, they was all wearing Crocs in that movie. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's just I'm like, come on, bro. Well, now I just I don't know, man. I uh, old, old girl uh, Margie Taylor Green was in there today trying to trying to get buck with a, with a, with another congressperson, and was like, uh, "Our eighty year old the eighty the eighty year old lady who's been in the house for thirty years must not know that she voted the other day to pass some kind of bill and blah blah blah." And that old lady got up there. Lovely purple hair. So mm-hmm. I fuck with her. She got that. She, she might be old, but she's still rocking. It was like, let me explain something to an old girl from Georgia, right quick. Uh, <laughs> this is that. This has that bill has not passed the Senate, and until it passes the Senate and ends up on the president's desk, it is not a law. Again, schoolhouse rocks. They keep they keep coming back to it. Motherfuckers just definitely. And after you so right, these some of these motherfuckers maybe was born to dig the crack. Maybe. No. I say this is the soul for this particular woman, but she thought it was she. She thought she could get brolic and talk that talk that shit, and then they had to talk that shit right back to. It's that one black woman that we constantly see out there. Be like, hold on, let me get you. I'm gonna tidy you up right quick and gather your shit real fast. Yeah, you gonna talk a fool to me? And then there's another one. This senator tried to walk over and throw a piece of paper at her, and oh, she got shit. up. She she got up, walked back over there. Put that paper on his desk. Oh, and went and sat her ass back down. I'm like, this is what it is. Y'all really think y'all can just act a fucking fool? And 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 what it is, and what's real is because they've been elected, but it's like it's also bullshit though because they've been elected via super gerrymandered fucking districts that don't look like any district that you see. They be looking like dragons and snakes and shit. Snake districts. It's like you have not really been elected by a populace. You've been elected by motherfuckers who have drawn a line to make sure you do get elected. It's bullshit. They was playing over and over yeah, for show for show. Being a dope sucks, Box. You are 100 percent correct. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm, I'm glad you 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 still got the testicular fortitude to be like, you know what? I'm gonna instead of like being rude to people, I, I talk like the way I'm supposed to. Like if I need to get wild, I will. But <laughs> I'm still, you know, doing the correct procedure first. Yeah. It do get small, don't make me pull it. I just like like I'm trying to play nice, and we can again. This is a this can be an easy situation. I I think I just I don't I don't like when I have to, when I pop off like. No, you don't want to get pulled up. Nobody yeah, wants to get pulled up. They hook up. I get you. You know what I'm saying? You would like to be as cool and calm as you can be. I don't like that they told you this shit is approved, but in reality, it wasn't approved. It was sort of approved with a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's like I don't know, bro. Yeah. I paid y'all a lot of money. Over a long period of time, let's just fix my fucking siding. Yeah, they they like honestly, um, yeah, you could bring that shit back up. Like, man, y'all 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 kind of lied, man. Y'all like originally y'all said this, so shouldn't you be um bound to that to contractually to that? Yeah, it, like 
I don't have the, the call recorded, so like I don't know what I could really do about that. But like I do kind of feel like that to a degree. Like you told me this on the phone, and then but like that's the thing. It's like they didn't say all the sightings. She just said sighting. Okay. So I don't know. Like, but like the 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 contractor is still fighting to try and get it like all approved. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I, honestly, I just care about the roof. I know. In the grand grand scheme of things, like the siding getting fixed is nice. And I'm thankful for that. But the roof was my main concern. Yeah. <sighs> burn, motherfucker. Burn. <laughs> well, people, that was that. We posse up and keep on riding on down this prairie range toward Reddit and the subreddit. Am I the asshole? Each week we gather around these parts and we uh, go over and see if these people are assholes or not. And last week it was very contentious because Anthony is a sweet, sweet soul ah. and was really trying to side with some motherfuckers that I don't think deserved it, but that's okay. <laughs> this week I got what I think is some burners and I got one that has me conflicted. Oh, and so I want to, I definitely want to hear how y'all feel about this. So here we go. Am I the asshole for unfollowing my boyfriend's acquaintance on IG? Am I the asshole for calling my husband inconsiderate for messing up our son's food order? <laughs> That's what I like right there. Am I the asshole for not cooking Thanksgiving dinner and spending the day at the beach instead? We'll save the Thanksgiving one for the last. Okay. Let's start with the one that's interested in, and that is the one I'm conflicted on. Emma the asshole for calling my husband inconsiderate for messing up our son's food order. I, 44, female. Husband is 44, male. Sons are 11 and 13. Mm. 11 had some medical procedures done today, and I asked for, and asked for takeout from one of his favorite restaurants. I called my husband to ask him to order because I was driving. Husband ordered and picked up, picked it up. 11 asks for his chicken and husband brings him a wing. Brings him a wing. Okay. 11 starts crying because he eats drumsticks. Mm. Like every kid. I wish I could tell you that that's true, but my child, one of my children does not eat drumsticks. Husband only ordered a wing and a thigh. 11 has always eaten the same pieces, drumstick and breast to be specific. Husband got mad that I didn't tell him exactly what to order. I said, if you don't know what your 11-year-old eats, then you do not know him. For background, we order from this place every month or so for over a decade. We each get the same thing every time. Husband and I order equally. He handles the food and food cooking and takeout about 75% of the time. A little bit later, I told husband that I don't want to fight, but this is exactly what I'm talking about when I say he's inconsiderate. He's not considerate. Inconsiderate is actually the word that should have been there, but I'll allow, I'll allow for it that all three of us feel like he doesn't care about us when he does this kind of stuff. I told him the 13 said dad always forgets the important stuff. When he found out why 11 was a crying, we all feel like he doesn't care when he forgets basic stuff about us. Mm -hmm. He dismissed me saying that doesn't mean I don't care about you. I said, we feel like you don't care about you don't care and you can't tell us how to feel. I've come to realize over the last year or so that my husband is inconsiderate. Not just forgetful. Other examples. He will eat the kids last of a food or snack and not ask if they want it. 
I had a leg injury this year in a cast and a walker, mm. and he left things in the walkway, even after I pointed out that there was stuff in the in my way and I can't move around. He had to take care of 13's birthday cake because of my injury and didn't get candles. 13 was upset and husband got mad that no one appreciated what he, that he had gotten the cake. We've been together 23 years and he's never gotten me a cake, let alone put candles in it. His birthday is six weeks before mine. I always get him a cake or special dessert, put candles in it and sing happy birthday with the kids. So I'm an asshole for calling my husband inconsiderate over a minor thing like messing up a food order. So I read this and I didn't even read all of it. So, I, but I read, you know, let's say the first couple of paragraphs mm-hmm. and what I was taking back was a, 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 was a couple of things. One, it seems as if this woman normally talks shitty about her husband to her children mm. who now think that's the way we should talk about dad. Yeah, I, I get that, so that because one thing I feel like is a, like a rule of thumb because like I'm, I'm with her for most, most of the things, but yeah. when you do something from someone else, the other person isn't obligated to treat you the exact same way because like, because th- that that's like, that's closed minded thinking to be like, hey, I put birthday candles on your cake. I want the same thing. That's that's kind of selfish thinking, in my opinion, like to say just because I do this, I have to have this the same way. Yeah. So I'm asking for it. In fact. It's been 23 years and basically what that comes down to is you've been mad about this the whole time. Never said anything. hoping he would change. As opposed to, and, and I get it, you want him to change and you want him to want to change. Yes. But change just doesn't come without, you know, saying an impetus. And in this case, 22 years ago, you should be like, my nigga, let me get you right real fast. I want a birthday cake and I want candles in that bitch and make sure you never forget it again. That's your one. Not your 23rd. Yeah. Because you've been carrying, that means you've been carrying this load this whole time. And so, so then I'm also so, so I'm also looking at that, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, you've been mad this whole time, and he probably didn't know about it. Yeah, and I, probably I only I go with probably because I don't know. I I think what what probably happened is she broke her leg, and she got the stew in it, and think about it more is like you doing all this bullshit because I am now relying on you in the in a way I haven't had to rely on you before, and I see. Yeah. From this, from this time, that I don't appreciate the way you handle things. Like yeah. the dad is on the wave. Like I'm picking up the chicken. I don't need to, to to ration it out, but like you should. But at the same time, he did what he did what he's told. He picked up the chicken, and that was it. Yeah. Then. Like the kids are eleven and thirteen. Like, like you said before, you have to be vocal beforehand. Like, hey, dad, when you pick up the chicken, make sure you give me a a a, a leg and a breast, because uh, because sometimes that's not the the first thing in your mind is doling out the chicken. It's picking up the chicken. Yeah. And again, it seems like they've picked up their mother's habit of oh, not, not close mouth, don't get fed. Yeah. Real as fuck. And so I Yeah, I, this would have been a classic case of uh 
you're lucky I feed you for for us for sure. And 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 I and I don't and I don't want that. And I don't want to. I don't. And I, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want this dude to do that. But I just like I said. I just taking what's what's in front of me. I was kind of like, well, shit, man. I I don't think she's an asshole for saying he's inconsiderate. No. But what I do think is, this could have been nipped in the bud twenty twenty two years ago. And instead, you've allowed him to be this person and keep doing this. So now that he's just, this is his normal. He's been on autopilot for 22 years. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, it's like, people are constantly changing in a relationship. And like, she, like I said, I, I feel like, and, I, and I, like I said, I don't know. I feel like, like when, when stuff like that happens and you get sick and like your life is in a perspective, like, do I want this motherfucker around me? Who can't even move the stuff so I can get around the house before I piss on myself? <laughs> like, Facts. Um, like, is this the dude I want to grow old with? Yeah. I think a lot of stuff because, because, like I said, when I get old or when we get old together, is he going? What if some shit go sideways? And I, I really need his help. I need consideration. Yeah, but at, but at the same time, it's like it steps to it. Um. Teach first of all, teach those boys to respect their father and to to have a conversation about things. Yeah. Um, and then like yeah, conver- you need to conversate. Like be able to like knock out the 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 little things so the so they don't become big things. Yeah. Because at this point, this has become massive. Like I said, these children don't think I'm telling you right now, they think they father's the worst dude ever. And who does not love them because you've kind of made that out to be made that out to them that that is that is like that. When in reality, you should be like, make sure you tell your dad to do this. So when I read this this morning, it kind of fucked with me. And I was like, do I know what my children's favorite meal is? Do I know what Vanessa's favorite meal is? Can I can I am I doing what I need to do as 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 a as a, as a father and as a partner? So I, I, I hit the group, the family group chat. And it was like, let me just make sure I know what's what here. Xander, is chicken tendies still your favorite go-to? And he's like, no, fried shrimp is his meal now. What? Yeah. So I'm like, cool. Lee's like, I don't really have a favorite food. That's really not how I function. But Lee currently has a favorite vegetable obsession, and that is sugar snap peas. Oh. So I keep those. I try to keep those in the house to, to pack in his lunch. Fresh, I'm like, oh, Vanessa, well, well, fresh, of course, right? Fresh, mm-hmm. yeah. And Vanessa, I'm like, I don't think you really do a favorite food, but your current obsession seems to be that veggie burrito that you get from from uh, Chipotle. And she was like, yeah, that's about right. That seems to be about accurate. Like, okay, I just want to make sure that I was I was on point if something had changed. And in fact, Xander's had changed. And uh, which I mean, it changed, but it it is still the chicken finger of the sea. (laughs) It's fried meat. Yeah. (laughs) But it's but it's but like I said, this also like I said, it, it left me conflicted. I was like, oh shit, am I doing this? Am I do am I am I leaving shit in the path? And I try to like I said, I try to be better, good about keeping the house clean and so forth, and uh, picking up and and everything. But also, that's me. I could be thinking I'm doing right. Like this poor man who thought I thought I went and got the chicken. I thought I got the cake. Also, another example is. Uh, Lee has ADHD. Lee, when when like if I like if I say if I tell Lee clean the kitchen, mm-hmm. it's too vague. It's far too ambiguous. He needs specific 
what in this kitchen do you want me to do? So I do it. And that is something that if you don't, if your mind doesn't work that way, you're not going to think about it. That man probably was told to get chicken, got chicken. Probably was told to get cake, got cake. But in reality, she when she told him to get cake, she, she meant make sure you get candles, make sure you get balloons, get some streamers, and get the cake. But having not said all that, he went with what he was told, and that was get the cake. Yeah. And like I said, some people, and like I said, I have a child whose mind works this way, so I kind of I know I know when I need what I when I need something specific. When I'm like, Lee, put the dishes in the dishwasher away, wipe off the stove and the countertop, sweep the floor. You know what I'm saying? I know to, I know to give them all the steps of what I want, or only one of those, or some of that is going to get done. Yeah, um, I, I'm very much like that. Like, don't don't be vague. Don't assume. Like, look, so I'm telling you right now, if you told me clean the kitchen, I'm doing, I'm going to clean the kitchen. I'm going to put the dishes away. I'm going to wipe the counters off. I'm going to wipe the stove off. I'm going to sweep. I'm going to clean the kitchen. But in my kid's head. Because you just wash the dishes, probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not vague per se, but it is vague to them. Yeah. And I think that's what this man is going through. And so, no, I don't like to say again, not saying this person is an asshole, but it did get my brain up churning. And I was like, I think you might, I think you're, I think you're, you might be, I think your husband might be programmed poorly or wrongly. And I think that there's some work to be done there. And people are like, you should go to the counseling. And then people was like, counseling don't always work. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's just like, wow, y'all really read it beyond one. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, this one, this is like what the first one I pulled this morning. And I was like, God bless. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, um, I, I just think everybody needs to have a, a, like a conversation and a, like, um, man, being a, like, like, I, I mean, I guess this whole theme of this whole fucking episode is like, Life is hard and being an adult is hard and like being with someone is hard. Like it's levels to this shit that we all need to you know, keep on checking with each other and just try to be the best person you can with it. Marie, one comment and then we'll, we'll bounce off of this one. Uh, it's honestly this level of low level, albeit constant, constant neglect coupled with the refusal to correct their behavior that played a big role in my dad ruining his relationship with everyone else in our family, not the asshole. And honestly, the fact that his behavior is so simple to correct is what makes this so much more shitty. Just a little more attentiveness would resolve so many more, many problems, but he isn't willing to put in the minimal level of effort. It's like how a drip of water doesn't seem like much, but let it go constantly for enough time and it'll wear a hole in stone. And even if we weren't that weren't the case, a small moment of neglect when you're when you or your kids are feeling especially vulnerable is something that you can that can end up pushing you over the edge. In my case, my dad was a horrible habit of not really listening to me and just throwing out half assed answers to my questions. Hmm. This ends up making me more me work three times harder to correct his mistakes because he answered yes. When reality, he meant no. Imagine getting severely sick with the flu and knowing you need to take care of yourself because your family member cannot be relied upon to help care for you. 
In one particularly bad instance, my dad was harassing me over my career choices. And this exchange occurred. Me, dad, I told you repeatedly that you, the way you speak to me has been incredibly traumatizing to the point that I suffer from depression and thoughts of self-harm. Do you really think it's okay to keep talking to me like this? Dad, not having understood me and in this, in this line with line with his habit of not caring. Yes. Me. Wow. Fuck you. (laughs) This led to me going no contact with him for like half a year. He still refused to apologize for what for that's this because it was an innocent mistake. At this point, intentions don't matter. His behavior is causing your family a lot of distress and harm, particularly in key situations, birthday, scary medical situations, etc., that you feel like you can no longer depend on him. Several years down the line, I can see him being gradually phased out of any discussion on managing family events in situations where things are getting stressful. And you know, and you know, you can't ask daddy for help because he cannot be depended on. That's a recipe for resentment and him wondering why everyone is so distant. Get him into family counseling. Again, this is Reddit going too far, in my opinion. And again, I'm telling you, this is simple as this man's thought process is different than her thought process. And now, yes, maybe some counseling would help like, oh, I never looked at it that way. Maybe that that bell will go off in his head. But also, don't compare your father, who also seems like he might have some issues that have to be addressed, not listening to you like you think he should, to this dude being told to get the chicken and going to get the chicken. When in reality, you meant get the chicken in this specific way. A list. But you didn't say that. A list. You made an assumption. God, list is so important. A list. Because I, I don't going to the store without them now is a recipe for disaster for me. Because I'll forget something. I will go to the store specifically for something, walk out the store, and be like, I went there to go get bread. And I didn't get bread. I didn't buy bread. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, a list. Because like people aren't mind mind readers. And guess what? You you might send me to the store to get ginger ale and I'll get Sweps. Now Sweps is is not you know that might have been what's on sale, but you know I wanted to Canada draw less sweet ginger. Uh, then, then then tell yes. tell tell us that. Put it on the list. Make a list. Um, and 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 it's what we do, and it and it's like it's it is so much more helpful to the overall cause, and so much helpful to how we run the house, and. It's like I said, it's fascinating that, that, that certain, like I said, I feel like this dude's whole, everything could change because then he feels picked on when you say you didn't do what I told you to do, even though I did you, he, even though probably in his mind, he did exactly what you told him to do. You just didn't tell him what you didn't give him all the data points he needed. And did it start with like, um, the, the, the son had a surgery that day. Yeah, son had a medical procedure and want and, just, and was feeling kind of bad and just wanted his he wanted his comfort food. So w- before I even had kids, one of my best friends told me this: "There's no more pain than when your kids are hurting." Yeah. What was the dad going through that day? What was the dad thought process like? Like my kid had surgery, I come home bring chicken, and it's like. Well, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> I'm already having a bad day, man. Like I, like just talk, be direct, 
And being direct doesn't mean being mean. Being direct means you you can say it nicely while being direct. Man, this yeah. I don't know. Father's Day shouldn't be in June. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it might it might be as simple as his thought process doesn't work like yours does. And maybe that is a way to look at it. And I could be wrong. He, she could have did all this shit already and he could be a he could be the worst person ever. That is all quite possible. But taking what I have in front of me is all I can do. And I feel like it might be as simple as he might need more instructions than you are giving. And you definitely got to stop telling your kids how shitty your day, day daddy is not good. Cause that's just going to lead to them having a real fucked up relationship with their father later in life or realizing, yo, my mom kind of turned me against my dad when I was younger. And that led to us having a fucked up relationship. So correct course while you can. Am I the asshole for unfollowing my boyfriend's acquaintance on IG? This is no, no, no. This is one of the ones I think I think y'all gonna fuck with. Okay. Some backstory. I, 29 female, who is strong in my Christian faith, mm. got engaged to an emotionally abusive narcissist with a porn addiction in the spring of 2022 and was supposed to be married that winter of 2022. In the summer of 2022, the emotional abuse got worse and I ended up calling off my wedding and breaking up with my fiance. Fast forward to the fall of the year 2023. I've been dating my boyfriend, 30 male, for nine months. Do the math right there right quick for me. Got engaged in the spring, broke up in the summer. So let's say three months later. And then nine, nine months, months later. Yeah, and so you've been dating somebody for nine months. Fair, I don't know. Seem like, seem like you rushing into relationships. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe you should not be rushing into a relationship and you'll find out more as we go along here. Uh, he is the most precious man and he's also strong, ha- has a strong faith like me. Mm-hmm. We went to a fall festival and had the best time. As we were leaving the festival, he had to use the restroom and asked me to hold his phone. We share each other's passwords and I'm a big supporter of I trust you until you give me a reason not to. So I opened his phone Mm. and click Instagram. The first thing that comes up is a half naked woman on a pole. (laughs) I instantly had a flashback of my narcissist ex who would keep pornographic content on his phone to look at when I wasn't around. I was completely caught off guard. I reaction reactionally clicked on her profile and unfollowed the account. When we got back to the car, I start crying and I confronted him about what I saw on his phone and told him I unfollowed the account. He was so embarrassed about the whole situation and said it was just an old acquaintance who does pole dancing to work out. He said that he would delete his social media if that would make me feel better. I told him that wasn't necessary. We got back to his place. I had a panic attack and he took and and it took me a while to calm down. Once I calmed down, I was understanding about the situation and felt bad for unfollowing his acquaintance. Am I the asshole? Mm. You want to go for us lunch? Uh, I feel like yes. Like you jump to conclusions without having all the information regarding someone else's relationships, not romantically, but like you don't know how he may know that person. You don't know why he may be following that account. 
And then so you – I know you share your passwords and everything, but you went into his account, tampered with his materials. You were 100% the asshole. Mm. Had you not said, I believe in, I trust you until you give me a reason not to trust you. That's not true. Literally, clearly, that's not true. Because the first thing you did was open his phone and go looking in his phone. You just, you didn't say he gave you a reason to not trust you. He just gave you his phone and you, well, you were. He just gave you time. his phone. My time. And you was like, I'm going. And then you, you know, you, you said you claim to be so scandalized by this woman on a pole, which is just the most bland of exercise at this point. And not, but, not to fine. mention, like, um, Instagram doesn't have nudity or anything on there. So, yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, it, you know what? I have seen some things on Instagram as of late that he has me questioning that policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Instagram seems to be stretching their limitations lately. <laughs> Or people have just learned how to work around that that that, uh, that uh, whatever you know the, the the bots or whatever it is be checking because he'd be like, "Is that what I think? Yep, that's what that is. Okay, <laughs> so can't call it. That's what makes that's what, that's you claim to be so this this that and the thirds are so so godly and so forth and and that you trust this man and he's so precious, but your immediate function was I'm gonna take your phone, I'm gonna go into your account, I'm gonna open your shit up and then be like. And then but she went right to Instagram. <laughs> yeah. She went right to the troublemaker. <laughs> Seems like she learned a lot of how to control somebody from her ex. Hmm. And then all that does make me go, hmm. One, people are way too loose with the term narcissist. Narcissist is very specific, actually, and what it actually is. And you might have dated a knucklehead, you might have dated a bullshit, a bullshitter. You might have just dated a liar. Doesn't make him a narcissist because narcissism is an actual technical term and has real meaning behind it. And we just a little too loose with calling things. We get, we all have got, gotten a little too, just a little taste of therapy. And so we all use these therapeutic terms that we have no idea if they're actually factually true. Let's read some of the responses. <laughs> You're the asshole. I trust you until you give me a reason not to. Then you just proceed to open his phone with no reason. Moral, will you really sound like a whole huge... You really sound like a a whole huge bag of drama, crying crisis before he you even tell him what's wrong. A panic attack for a chick on a pole on a, on his IG. Have you seen IG lately? We just said the same yeah. thing. It's literally just the antechamber teaser trailer to only. <laughs> I get it. You have an ugly past with your narcissist ex, but your current partner doesn't have the duty to withstand your mental health problems. Uh, next one now. We share each other's passwords and I'm a big supporter. I trust you until you give me a reason not to. So open his phone and click Instagram. So you were patrolling his account to make sure he was only friends with people you thought were suitable. That's the only reason why you would go be going through it. And just so you know, pole dancing is a legitimate form of exercise. I had a friend who did it and she could attest to how strenuous it actually is. You're the asshole. So I'm just going to scroll down. Let me see if I can find somebody who is like on, on this woman's team. And let me refresh this uh, page just in case. I'm, I'm usually not like one of those per- people be like, oh, you know, um, you you should have this much time in between a relationship. I, I, I definitely don't think that. But this is one of those times it might be um, you weren't ready, sweetheart. You're the asshole. What you did was emotionally manipulative. And you only felt bad once your boyfriend comp- complied with your demands. 
You use his trust in, your, in, in you as a platform to launch an invasion of privacy under the flag of trust and openness and use your previous relationship to justify your actions. And I misread that as him unfollowing the profile when in fact you, you did it yourself without, without doing him the courtesy of even asking. How is your most precious man responsible for your past relationships? Uh, this person said, you're the asshole for unfollowing her. Yes. The rest of the reaction was normal considering that what you went through with your ex. Please consider finding a good trauma-informed therapist to see if you can. And uh, this person said, the, the OP said, I went to therapy for months after my breakup, but I agree with your take. Real therapy or face-based, there is a big difference. And that person didn't respond back to that. Like, don't be just going to, you know, see Pastor Joe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need you to go get some get some honest to God, uh, you know what I'm saying? Honest to God. Ha, how funny. Oof. Oh, man. Some comment got removed by the moderator. I wonder what they said. I wonder how, wonder how they lit this up. Uh, Red thinks this person is the asshole in case you didn't know. Because it's clear that they were. Yeah, I don't know if this does this rise. Yeah, I think it does rise. The asshole. Sometimes I'll be like, it was just kind of a butt move. But this really does strike me as kind of shitty. Yeah, that, uh, you know? that person was kind of manipulative. Like, some, I, like I said, I I don't agree with uh, what was saying this statement, but uh, that person used their tears as a weapon. Yeah. Last one is turkey one. So, uh, am I the asshole for not cooking Thanksgiving dinner and spending the day at the beach instead? Nah. Based on just that title alone, I'm gonna go. Nah. I mean, I, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, let's 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 find out before I. But I'm going with a no on on, on off top. No, I agree. I, 27 female, have solely been responsible for cooking Thanksgiving dinner for 20 plus people for the last eight years. Jesus. I do all the shopping, cooking, and setting up. Months before Thanksgiving, I started looking at grocery prices mm. and tweaking recipes to fit dietary restrictions. Caribbean family, vegans and pescatarians, meat eaters. I also make enough for the college-age kids to have leftovers. I usually make three turkeys, mm. two party pans of mac and cheese, and a party pan of mashed potatoes, stuffing green bean casserole, collard greens, yams, mini seafood quiches, stuffed mushrooms, rolls, and a salad from scratch. Plus all the desserts, apple pie, sweet potato pie, cheesecake, homemade ice cream, and bread, also from scratch. I started making stocks and doughs Tuesday nights. I bake my bread for stuffing and make my cheesecake and pies Wednesday after work. Cook all day Thursday so we can sit down and start eating eating, eating at by four so my aunts who work the night shifts as, as nurses can enjoy. Every year, people invite unexpected guests and it becomes 30 plus. I'll be okay if it were plus ones. But my mom invites her friends and their kids. My mom and aunt asked me to make additional turkeys and some sides for their units. I never feel appreciated for everything I do to make it special and accommodate everyone. This year, I'm separated from my husband, and I really don't feel like bending over backwards cooking for people who don't even leave me leftovers to make a sandwich the next day. Oh, shit. This year, I've decided not to cook and just spend my day at the beach the only bonus of living in Florida. I was asked how much the adults should sell me for the Thanksgiving groceries at the beginning of the month. And I told them I'm not cooking. Today I received a Zell from my uncle. And when I returned it, he asked why I reminded him and the family group chat. I wasn't cooking. Now they want me to cancel my plans and cook. Am I the asshole for not wanting to? 
Edit. This is my favorite holiday, but my separation has left me emotionally exhausted and without a passion to cook. You were already not the asshole. And I mean, it's, I guess it's dope that your family do put in on it. They ain't, they not having you just spend though. But no, it's okay. You you need this year, and it's okay to take this year. But next year ain't, ain't no experimenting on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Box, you have any uh, thing to say about this? No, I mean I agree. This one was pretty clear. Like, if you if you're telling your family you're not going to cook, it's not like it's a surprise. And you know, they're if it's a family chat, they can come up with a, a solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably all maybe consider going to a restaurant and or ordering from somewhere. <laughs> Not the asshole. You're going through some you're going through something right now with the separation and the fact that all these people have somehow started relying on you only to provide the meal is insane. My family has always done assigned dishes for each branch of the family. Expecting one person to do all of the planning and cooking is too much. Someone else can step up or they can skip Thanksgiving this year. Either way, have fun at the beach. The OP responds, it's partially my fault since I'm I'm neurotic when it comes to this particular holiday, mm-hmm. I want traditional American food, and they revert back to re, re, revert back to Caribbean roots. So that's interesting. Uh, it's not your fault. You've been dumped on for years. And what exactly would the Caribbean roots of this American Thanksgiving be? Enjoy the beach. I grew up with the, and the OP response. I grew up with traditional Caribbean foods for Thanksgiving. It wasn't until I started contributing that we started making traditional American Thanksgiving dishes. I eventually took over. All right. The OP, like I said, is in here mixing it up. So I, 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 I always appreciate that. Uh, not the asshole. I'm a professional chef, and that is a tremendous amount of food you were cooking with basically no help. Enjoy the beach. Stick your feet in the sand, dip a toe in the water, and eat a turkey sandwich from a duck. <laughs> if anyone complains, tell them this is you. This is their year to cook. Let them deal with uninvited guests, dietary restrictions, and all those desserts, and then have everyone eat their food and walk away and leave the cook no leftovers. This next person said, that's what I, that's where I would have gone to war. I adore Thanksgiving leftovers more than the meal. Same. And then the OP said, I just want to make Monica's sandwich from friends one year. Uh, from friends. One year, I put mine away in a to-go container with my name on it, and my mom brought everyone over brought my mom brought it over to the neighbors oh shit not my sandwich the moist maker no (laughs) ross literally uh uh uh, uh, had to leave his job for somebody taking this sandwich this lady lucky it didn't go down yeah i'm telling you right now if you've never made the, the the friends uh thanksgiving sandwich you should Although I, I I I found out by the black guy with tips recently that I guess black folks say they don't they didn't watch Friends, so I'm the weirdo. I, I, I watch Friends, um, but I honestly I gotta say I came to it late. Um, I came through it through rerun um, through reruns first and then finished up. Same with Seinfeld. Mm, no nah, Friends, I watch fr- uh, first run every week Thursdays on NBC. I was on that shit. I watched every episode of Friends. Every episode of Friends, it in the end, end. So I fuck with Friends. And I fuck with the long and the short way. So I, uh, it's a, it's, it's interesting that uh, that that people, I guess, did not. But hey, 
Don't be <laughs> don't be sparing on Thanksgiving and don't be stealing people's sandwiches. That's not how I look, people. That was your amateur asshole. Uh, let me open up my damn notes. I always tell you what I uh my my entertainment selections for the week were. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What didn't I mean to open up OBS? Let me close that. All right. Uh, Loki finished up. I think it went out very well. I also don't think we'll be getting any more Loki, (laughs) but that's okay. (laughs) I think it wrapped up quite well, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I am, of course, playing. I don't know. Was was he talking about it on mic or was he talking about off mic? Uh, Monopoly Go. Yeah. A lot. A lot. It's a problem. I have not spent money yet. <laughs> have not spent money yet. So I oh, think that uh, that's what Sarah. Stop it! <laughs> I that, don't you put that evil me, Ricky Bobby? Uh, I am listening to uh, Moonchild dropped an acoustic EP of some of their better, some of their some of their some of their songs. They inspired by their Tiny Desk concert, you know, saying which is always you know in a, 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 a not necessarily acoustic, but you know, played live kind of set. They made this EP and course i love moonchild so i love all the songs but the vinyl itself is this gorgeous they, they call it mint green but i don't know what the fuck i call it but it's so pretty and i have not i've i've not stopped listening to a record now i know i could just be over here on spotify but i have been spinning this actual record because it just sounds so good that it's cut at 45 uh, rpms as opposed to thir- uh, 33 for a 12 inch and like I said, it's only three songs these size. So every song has a good space and the, the bass resonance is beautiful. It is such a well-crafted record. I would tell you if you could, or if you bang with Moonchild or you think, or you might be interested in that music to give it a listen on whatever service you listen to. And I would say, if you have a record player and get down with records to buy it. And if you can, adding another layer to this, get it in this mint green. This green is, is gorgeous in a way that I'm just, I think it might be my prettiest record. And uh, that's a big deal because uh, before that, I thought my previous record was Run the Jewels 2, which also which comes on a teal marble vinyl. Hmm. And I remember the first time I looked at it, I was like, the record itself is really, really lovely. So something about it, man. I'm telling you right now, uh, Moonshot Reflections. You should be getting out with that podcast. Heavyweights. Heavyweights is back. <laughs> and I don't know, bro. They on fire this go around, bro. They've been, I feel like they've been all net. But this one particular episode was called Photos. Okay, so let me add that because me and Jonathan Goldstein been been friends since way back. <laughs> well, this particular episode, uh, uh, it was uh, um, Jonathan didn't didn't host it, uh, but the story is just amazing, and how it ends up wrapping up is just even crazier. Just a really great episode. Uh, uh, Heavyweights Photos is the name of the episode, and I would tell you to get that wherever you get your podcast at. It is really, really worth a listen. Just really impressed with it. So, so that, well, I, I guess I, I just answered that from look for myself. What? Um, do, do are the Spotify episodes on? Um... Yeah, they finally just put everything out to be had they 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 want to because you know technically they're not gimlet anymore they're a spotify original podcast mm-hmm. so they they uh when they started doing this they they basically started moving they they uh they before the season they was like hey 
get caught up on Heavyweights Night right now, everywhere you listen to your podcast at. So I think you're good to go anywhere you get your podcast at. And I wonder if like said, this is on there too. Right, give it a look. Give it a, a, a hunt now. Uh, what about the rest of you guys? What are you, what are you listening to, reading, uh, juggling, playing, so forth, so on? Uh, play Monopoly Go. Mm-hmm. Playing Pokemon Go. Same. <laughs> I watched I watched Loki. I uh, watched the last episode of Go of uh, Goosebumps. Uh, I think tomorrow is the finale. Um, I watched football that was good until now. Uh, football's not good anymore. Um, been watching the Cavs. They're pretty bad. What's going uh, on? With that? What is our What is uh our situation right now? That is, are we are we are what piece are we missing? What? Well, they keep having people in and out of the lineup, and their defense doesn't look as good as it used mm. to. Um, I think their offense right now they don't know what the like. Not having Jared Allen there for training camp probably didn't help, but like, and then having Garland out for most of the season so far hasn't helped. But they like their offense has no flow to okay. it. It looks it looks really bad, and then their their defense isn't what it used to be. So they're giving up more, and they're not scoring like they should. So they just keep losing games. Like they barely beat the Trailblazers yesterday, and the Trailblazers right now are fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, like, really bad. They are a one win, bar- a one win team. If I'm not mistaken, I'm, I would double check that, but I could have swore that the Trailblazers have a victory this season. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. The Trailblazers are three and eight. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was three because I thought that they said that on the broadcast last yeah. night. But yeah, but yeah, like the, the Trailblazers have like half their team hurt, and like they traded away Damian Lillard. Like they're like right now they're like fucking nothing and like the Cavs granted they didn't have Garland but like Garland irritates me so much because he's so turnover prone like Garland's one of those players that I feel like fans are gonna love because he's a good person and like he he like he's generally bought into being on the team yeah. but we're gonna use those things to make us think he's better than he really <laughs> is and. and <laughs> And like I, I feel bad saying that because I think he is a nice person, yeah. but I don't think he's as good as people think he is, and it's going to end up in the long run being why we don't get to where we want to be. But hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I don't know what I'm talking about, and hopefully he ends up somehow learning how to have a quicker lateral speed in his mid-20s and stops turning the ball over and, you know – becomes the the next fucking Steve Nash or something. Hopefully that's what cut happens, but I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to state, man. Is that just is They're that just age? Old. Is that just age showing it showing it showing up? Well well Clay Thompson's a fucking shell of his former self after the Achilles tear and the ACL tear. Yeah. Dude can't move sideways anymore, so his defense kind of sucks ass. Like he used to be like their best defender and now he can't defend shit. And uh, it's affected his offensive game some because now people don't have to worry about him moving around as much. Yeah. And then Draymond is just a fucking psychopath. I mean, if 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 Nick Jew could love Draymond and she does not, that's how I know Draymond is not a good dude. 
Cause that's a woman who loves her warriors, but she do not fuck with Draymond Green. And so that tells me everything I need to know about Draymond Green. <laughs> like I know him and Rudy Gobert have personal beef, but like when you watch that video of, of that of the incident from the yeah. other night. Rudy Gobert wasn't doing nothing but trying to get the two people who were in the altercation to like break it up, and then Draymond just comes yeah. sprinting down the court and he's like, "This is yeah, my opportunity." Rudy Gobert, and he just he put that motherfucker in an MMA style like, "I'm about to put your ass to sleep, night, night motherfucker." Oh, and then everyone on Rudy Gobert's team well, let that like shit happen. happen. Don't know did break. He he brought he brought th- COVID to the league. Fuck that dude. <laughs> I saw a tweet that says some shit like that. Like people ain't forget him from spreading COVID. <laughs> that motherfucker is is the reason we had a 2020 bubble. Of, of that people really swear to sit and want to be like that shit don't count. I'm like get the fuck out of here, bro. That's a chip. I'm not anyway. Don't get me started. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 been weird to see. Prime step step is so good, and remains really good. But everything around him is starting to kind of fall apart, and so I mean, all empires crumble uh, as Odell Beckham Jr. catches a a bomb. <laughs> yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been weird to see uh to see that, and that yeah, like I said, my man, I was like, why, why are you joking, this man, late night, and uh, who was it? Uh, Pat Bev was like, cat a bitch for not going to help out his man, and so I was like. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He should have. He should have been right up in the mix. Like you got to get off my man. Yeah. I'm watching the video and cats like while this is happening, he's like dapping up a dude on the other team. <laughs> Just letting his, letting his man. Like he's like checking on the Warriors. Like fuck my teammates. Like how you doing over here, Kuzma or, or like whoever the fuck. Like <laughs> it's like you're supposed to be the star of that team, and you're just over here yucking it up with the enemy while your boys That's here choking though. Like even if, but even if you don't like him, you gotta fucking pretend because you're the leader of the goddamn team. Correct. That's how much they don't like Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Let that mother. If he dies, he dies. That's exactly what was. <laughs> Apparently, all of the NBA just fucks with freedom fries, right? <laughs> oh man, it is wild out here. Yeah, yeah. It's not, and then like, it's the arrogance of it of him. People act like the Clippers are just like never to play right again. And I feel like the Clippers are just in transition right now. And I think when it's all said and done, the Clippers got a real good squad and that will, it will come together eventually. It's not to get, they wanted to work off the word go. And I was like, that's just not how that functions. There's no way it was going to work from right off the rip. Yeah. I mean, like if they were playing an all-star game, sure. Like you could throw them all out there and like one and like whatever, but like, that team, that, that team's super fucking volatile. Like, it's I give it like three weeks before James Harden wants to be on another team, and he's blaming somebody for something. Where I, I don't know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm hopeful uh, uh, that they, they figure it out. And uh, I mean, this has got to be his last chance, right? Yeah. No, no. I'm like at this point, like who the fuck is gonna want? Who the because fuck wants to do that? This? Like, and um, he's he, he's he's not just not a, he's not a good teammate either. He's unreliable. Yeah. And every time he gets in the playoffs, motherfucker chokes. Bex? <laughs> you you are not incorrect, sir. So there, there you go. Ugh, man. Come on, Baltimore. 
I need y'all to start losing. <laughs> but it don't look like that's going to ever happen again. Can we give it up? Well, the problem I'm, is I just, I, just the Bengals, oh, yeah. Bengals are dropping like oh, flies for sure, for sure. But I just want to give it up to Josh Dobbs coming through in, in, in Minnesota. Like... <laughs> I have to say, Pastronaut is probably one of the best fucking nicknames of like all time. I was explaining to Vanessa the other day, like this man, this can be, this is like a side job to him. This man can literally, literally, is a rocket scientist. Like the dopest shit, man. It's like this. This is for right now. Couple more years, he'll be sending shit to the moon and beyond because that's what he's going to do. And I think that's so dope. I think it's so dope that he's just like, oh, yeah, I can get out here and do some work. But I'm also a rocket scientist in my side gig, right? <laughs> Fuck with it. Yeah, I, 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 don't know, man. I've, I've had, I have, I, I, like I said, I have not enjoyed an NFL season this much in years. And it's like, and it's not just my team being, you know, looking a little bit more successful than they have in years past, but it's like, Fun shit all over the league has been happening, and it's like I, I I dig it, and so I don't know. I've had a good time watching football this go around. Not watching football because trust me, I still can't bring myself to watch most of these games because I want to fuck it up. I'm I, I was into it until like yesterday, or was it? It was, it was, it was yesterday. Yes, yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, I remember like I was on my phone, and then like a group chat popped up. It was like Watson's out for the year, and I was like. Oh, maybe he's talking about Christian Watson from the Green Bay uh-huh. Packers, or maybe he's just fucking around. Sherlock Holmes and Watson, and then, you know, anything but what I think it and is. Then, and then, yeah, and then the other group chat sent a screenshot of a tweet from like Ian Rappaport about Watson being out for the year, and I was like, "The fuck!" I'm like, "What the fuck just happened? The motherfucker just won in Baltimore three days ago." I watched what it happen. I'm like, did he like fall down at home or something? Yeah, and then my mind immediately went to "fuck, we're done." Like that's that's what it's like to be a Browns fan, man. You fucking you're like you finally feel like you're you're ascending and like thing the tide is turning, and then they just fucking Lucy the football away from you, and we're Charlie Brown <laughs> flipping on our back in the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Historical defense. QB finally starting to like show signs of life. Whoop. <laughs> Sorry, not today. Maybe next year, Cleveland. Maybe next year for the rest of my goddamn got life. I hear like, we can, we, this fifth round rookie, he could do it. I believe <laughs> in him. Okay. I do not believe in him. I'm going to make that point right now to say that. And if I'm <laughs> wrong, great. Gravy. But I'm not wrong. We need a quarterback, and I'm I'm not, I'm dead ass serious. And I'm like, I need to see what's popping on the waiver wires. I need to see what's popping on the fucking releases. Free agent, you, you got to give it up to the to the fucking Browns PR department, though, man. They've been doing a great job trying to hype this kid up, like he's gonna do some shit. Yeah, some shit is the right turn of phrase there. Hey, man, what you been reading? Watching uh, um, <laughs> wrap this damn show not up. Not a whole lot. Um, we can just the same stuff, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You you can't do games yet, or you just been, uh, or you been kind of waiting. No, actually, I've been playing. <laughs> I've been playing um, cars, um, the the racing game on the play. It's for the PlayStation Four. I'm playing on the PlayStation Five. Like, um, yeah. I haven't bought anything new. 
Oh, I think I bought Hitman, but I didn't play it. It's third person, so maybe you'll get you'll you'll enjoy it. I think that's a it's a it's a real 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 good game. I play like played it like a long long time ago, but I've played. I'm yeah. more concentrating on um thinking about what I'm gonna get everybody else for Christmas and shit like that. I still got to give yeah. Dan his Chris his uh, birthday present. I've um <laughs> I've been so. Uh, now I, I'll talk about that uh, when we when we when we get off here. But um, yeah, man, like my life has just been um, a whirlwind. Super Mario RPG comes out tomorrow on the Switch. Oh. Uh, it's a remake of the uh, Super Nintendo game from '97. I want to say, but looks great. Uh, has been, been reviewing very well. Got like an 83 on Metacritic. Excited about that. Uh, GTA 6 will finally get an announcement and trailer here early in December. They announced that. They announced that they're going to announce something. And so. I've heard it's supposed to be the most expensive game ever made. Like, the, what you're supposed to pay Maybe for it. It's going to cost the most. Oh, I don't know about that. And uh, also, if, if it costs more than $70, like, because that's the new crazy mm-hmm. games, I'm just not buying it. It's, it's supposed to be like a, a 130 <laughs> No, yeah, and then I won't be playing GTA, will I? <laughs> uh, Baldur's Gate 3, which is a game that's been out for a while now, they announced their, and it's, and it's finally coming to Xbox, they announced their physical edition, their, and their physical edition is ab- absolutely gorgeous. It comes with a bunch of cool shit. It's only $10 more than their regular edition. And I'm like, you, it's a steal. You should, I, and I'm probably going to end up buying that game, which I'm not even like super into Dungeons & Dragons like that. But I'm probably going to buy that game just to support shit like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? People doing good things at good prices in the realm of gaming and also making physical editions because I'm still a physical media dude. So, like I said, it's about to be over. Like uh, Best Buy, like I said, stops here in December. In December is it, clearing out the racks. What are you fucking that's, that's what's up. This t- TV um, and, and refrigerator? Vi- video, video, video games and appliances and TVs and shit. But yeah, no more, no more, um, no more uh, movies at Best Buy. This is just the dumbest shit. But whatever. Like I said, luckily the rest of the world is on that physical media shit. And so, if anything, I'll just order from Europe, and it'll be fine. It'll be expensive, but it'll be fine. There's no steelbook for fucking Barbie in America. Mm. Plenty of steelbooks in all over Europe, and I'm, I'm just, and I just don't, I don't know. But don't you got a Europe? That's connect? fucked up to me. I don't got no people in Europe, but I can just like I, I know like I say, it's on eBay at this point. It's just I can make it happen. So I don't know. It's bothersome. But that is it. I'm gonna double check uh email right quick before I head on out to see here. And let's check and see if anybody's interacting mm-hmm. on the Spotify because that happens too. I don't think nothing on Spotify. No, and I don't know if there's anything in email, but I'll jump and check. Uh, oh, that's just headliner. Headliner always telling me, "Hey, make a clip with the show." Mm. So we're good on that. So you know what it is. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. The share is my main point. Holler at your boys, holler at your girls, holler at your non-binaries, and be like, "Hey, man, check the show out. It's pretty dope. They do good work, and you should be listening to it." And then maybe may they do the same and pass and, and pass the piece like we used to play. So it's also good there. Uh, if you want to support the show financially, got a few bucks tossed away. Join us over on Patreon. Remember to the $5 and above tier, get extra content each month and early access to new shows. 
Got merch over at tpublic.com slash users slash stage correction milk, all one word. And feel free to call us at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We'd certainly love to hear from you. You can also text message that. You don't have to just call if you're like uncomfortable making phone calls. You can tippy tap type away on your phone and we'll get it too. Uh, apparently, Apple's going to finally uh, switch over to RCS text messaging. So the text message that you already get if you're an Android user. And basically, that means that the the, the 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 meat and potatoes that we get on iMessage can be done to from from Apple devices to Android devices. Meaning, if I send you a video, it won't be the size of a fucking stamp. And backwards, you know, if you send me a video, it also won't be the size of a hmm. stamp. It'll be nice. <laughs> the whole system in place to that. Will they keep the green and blue bubble situation? Most likely, we'll see. Exciting times in the realm of uh, tech people. It's what we do. Yeah, I, I guess I, that is I a, never noticed because most people I know are Android users. Most people I know are Android users. So I, I, have, I have one clean all Apple uh, group chat and it is it is glorious. That shit spin like a top. It runs so good because it's like just because it threaded comments and so forth and so on. It works like a champ. But it, it is the only one I have. Everybody, almost everybody I know is on uh, Android because it's just it is the most popular OS phone OS in the world. Just is what it is, people. That's the two one sixty zone. Yes. <laughs> also, the two one sixty zone, but that's my homie lunch. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Internet's Tabrail 713. Uh, you should be listening to Crimpentissier. It's a great British Bake Off podcast. Also hosted by me, but it's also hosted by Nick Jew. It's also hosted by Ant. We do it every week. And we're heading into quarterfinals party week. Oh. Is uh, the next episode we will be recording and watching in, 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 in any such way. But also, that's coming up. So get down with the get down on that. We'll catch you next time. Peace. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.